welcome to a couple of critics podcast hello hi there hello i am michelle i am sam and we are well, here not done sam well we're still here i'll just wait a little longer there we go. i'm done now bye so we are recording this uh not long before it comes out again because sam wasn't feeling very well yesterday but he's sure. better now what do you mean, sure? I I was just more irritated by the end of it last night. I felt fine. I just didn't think like I was going to be very positive. So mm. probably a good idea not to. I didn't realize that. I thought you were feeling bad. Here I was feeling bad for you the whole time when really you're just being a turd. I was, I think the irritation came out of feeling bad earlier in the day. And then the van died and I had to deal with that bullshit. Oh yeah. How was it running today? It's running fine today. Normal? Yeah. Yes, I think this uh, vinyl here makes a difference in my echo sound. It probably does. I think it does. Ah, this is oh, awful. It fell from right there. You got to push it. I pushed it. It doesn't want to stay oh up. Oh, my God. Hello. Is it working? <laughs> I'll just sit up more. All right. I got to work with it because it doesn't want to, the stand doesn't want to hold my microphone up for me. I need to remember the glue. I need to glue it. Just I'll fix do that it. shit. So we listened to an album and this one, uh, this one is a little interesting. At the end of last, the last episode, I gave this to you and I went on and on about how this came out around the same time that you would have watched the evil dead when we were between eighth and ninth grade. And that was not true. We were between seventh and eighth grade. We were, uh, that'd be evil dead time. I thought that you said it was right before you went to high school. Seventh grade counts. <laughs> okay i didn't realize that but we were about 13 when now that's what i call music volume 2 came out Boo. in july 27th of 1999 now i've personally have never owned one of these albums so i really just pulled this out of my ass i stopped buying them after 10 you didn't buy anything your mom no. bought things for you well no i never would have had her buy this nonsense you'd be either. like most of the most kids, it'd be, it would be like, do this thing, and I'll give you money for it. And you just have to be like, mommy, I'm that's not. F- I'm funny, that's mom. That's not true. I got CDs from telling that one company that I promised to buy more CDs. BMG. And then only gave them like a penny or something like that. That's not <laughs> how that works. They say all these CDs for a penny, but it's you have like shipping and handling and stuff. So you end up paying like 20 bucks. That's all I paid then. Which is still so fucking cheap for like 12 CDs. Yeah. And then I remember... No wonder that poor business went out of business. (laughs) Plus they had people like my friends making up fake names and just getting CDs People like my sister. (laughs) She got in trouble for that from my dad because he was not happy that she did that. But that's why that business doesn't exist because they believed in trusting people and people are the worst. I always had a rough time with those because it was like... By the seventh CD I'm supposed to choose, I'm like, I don't fucking, even, I don't want any more of these. They so also, then it was just like, hey, that's kind of close. Maybe I can give it to somebody. They also gave coupons every time you bought something. So it would be like, I was all in. So I would get a coupon to get an, a, a CD for like six bucks. So in the end, like, 
it was just constant deals that if you would actually buy through them, they would always give you something that would make it cheaper. I remember they would send a CD, and if you didn't send it back, they would charge you. Mm-hmm. I sent the CD back. <laughs> there were times when I would just ask my dad if he was interested, and I'd be like, they sent this to me. Do you want this? And there well, there was like one or two times when I think he actually did. He was like, Bob Seger's greatest hits. No. Fuck yeah. There was a Gordon Lightfoot <laughs> CD that was sent to me, and I didn't even know who it was. And he was just like, I'll take it. Yeah, give me that Gordon Lightfoot. Give me that actually. Gordon Lightfoot. Is your microphone stand annoying you? It's absolutely annoying me. <laughs> it's super annoying. It looks like it's not even pointed at your mouth. No, I'm just kind of like leaning into it. It's weird. But... Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just, that's what I, that's all I can do. So I chose a now that's what I call music volume two. Uh, as we found out at the end of the episode last time, they are up to 72. This is a franchise that exists. It started in Britain, I believe, but it exists in, it, as in different versions in different ways in different countries. So uh, other countries are up in the hundreds. Do you think they do genre versions? Like, now that's what I call rock music. I don't know. Now that's what I call hip-hop. I don't know. I mean... they're not, they're fucking missing out. I would say, why wouldn't they? But I don't understand the need for compilation CDs in 2020. Oh, no. Not when everyone has access to some... I mean, whether you pay for it or not, which we do pay for our streaming services, uh, there are a lot of people who do not. They just use whatever free comes to them. So most people are not. YouTube. Or, yeah, or YouTube. I have a lot of friends who will, I'll put friends in quotations, who are just like, oh, yeah, I just let YouTube play. And then those motherfuckers deal with the commercials, and it drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. You cheap-ass bitch, pay for the fucking no commercials. Well... I, I started doing that because I was using a friend's Hulu for a while, and I decided to get a month free by signing up for the ad, like without ads, without commercials. <sighs> I could never go back. No. Because I also, for a long time now, have YouTube Premium, so I don't have to deal with those commercials. Yeah, no. So I don't, I, I'm currently dealing with no commercials unless I use the antenna. That I had you install for me. The, the digital antenna that picks up the digital signals. It's nice that they're, uh, all of the main local channels are nice. They're in HD quality. You guys like talking about TV reception, right? <laughs> Who doesn't? Everybody likes talk about TV. <laughs> you looked at me like I was supposed to say something I just didn't know if you uh, wanted to jump in And save at, me I was looking at the cat scratches on my hand And then the cat that scratched my hand walked in And looked at me like I'm gonna get you again No he didn't He has the cutest little face He looked at me and he did that thing where you rub You take your thumb and you run it across your th- throat And you look at the person Like you slice the neck I'm on to you you son of a bitch Paul I'm to you Paul hi come here Oh god no, carry on the podcast. I'm sorry. Get no one. Wa- no, don't scream at him. No one wants to <laughs> hear my embarrassing. He is turning back and looking at you like, what? Why would you do this to me? But yeah, my cat, my animal voice is embarrassing. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this album. We have 18 tracks. Uh, it's all over the place. It's the popular hits of the time. 
So when we were, uh, it was summertime. We were both inside playing video games and watching movies, beaten off. I'm sure. I actually went out in the summertime. I rode bikes. I did too. I like riding my bike. I would go to the Liberty Park and I would ride down the hills that were on the side of the reservoir. Oh, weird. I always just went to the bike trails. I went there too. That was like right by my house. You know, I should have caught a lot more people smoking pot out there than I ever did, which was none. I only caught one group of kids and it's someone who we know. Do you remember this? I remember, but I'm talking at a time when I didn't smoke pot. It was hilarious. I'll never forget when I was walking in the woods and came upon a kid who I knew, who we know. His name rhymes with Melby. (laughs) And it's not Mel. (laughs) And uh, it was just, they freaked out. And I was I just laughed and said that it was fine. And he didn't know at the time. This person didn't realize that I was your lady. Oh, really? So if he had realized that, oh, yeah, he then it like, would have been nothing. Oh, it's just Michelle. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't know we'll me then. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I should have been like, hey, <laughs> you let me hit that, I won't tell anybody. If you're anything like me, I would have I said, hey, motherfuckers, you bogarting? Come on now. I didn't I I didn't need it. I was fine. Uh yeah. So I was fine. I I didn't need to bogart a a child's They weren't children. They were children to me. He was like twenty years old. What when I was twenty one? No, he, was he when wasn't. You were twenty one? I was young, yeah. I was I pretty we were young. Together. We were. You and I got married when we were twenty two. Yeah, but he was working at I mean, I was... Uh, Just stop. We're going to listen to... It was one month ago. <laughs> you have no idea what's going on ever. So we're going to listen to the first track on this. I live a full life, so there's a lot to cram in there. Ah. <laughs> I lean back all cool. like. Ah. You have leaned back so far that you have fallen on this podcast. Not with this chair anymore. I put a wheel on it. Is you you <laughs> broke a guitar at one point too, didn't you? That wasn't from leaning on the chair. That was for me going after a spider. Up. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, let's listen to track one on now. That's what I call music, volume two, by Britney Spears. Here is baby one more time. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you mean? Are you exhausted from jerking off so much from listening to this like you did when you were a boy? I'm exhausted from what people called good music at one point. I don't think that this was regarded as being good music. This was teeny bopper shit. Which people said was good. Even though I knew an adult man who had this and listened to it in his vehicle, but asked if I wanted him to put it on. And I said, sure. And we listened to it. A long time ago. He was dating my mom at the time. If it sounded weird that I was just hanging out with an adult man listening to Britney Spears. But I did think it was weird. Yeah, that's really weird. What? I think this man is a pedophile. Well, what is extra weird is that, I don't know if you know this, but this song was originally written for TLC. And, Whoa. But they didn't like like the hit me one more time. Yeah, I don't understand what that's about. So they passed on it. Smart of them. I don't get the... I get it's not literally hit me, but... Like, give it to me? Hit me with it, baby. Yeah, I guess, but all I can think of is... It turns out she's way funkier than we thought she was. She's like, honey child, hit 
me, baby, one more time. Hit me, baby. She's. This album cover is fucking ridiculous, by the way. It's just her waiting for a huge cum shot on her face. Oh, it's a, it's a cum hither stare. So you said that this brings you back to a fun time in your childhood? I started jerking off when Britney Spears came out. To this out this video, right? No, to the Rolling Stones issue. Rolling Stone issue so that she did. You didn't actually beat off to any music videos? Nah. Most of the time music videos have too many dudes dancing around too. The only the only music video I legitimately remember being like, uh, oh, it's time to get to action, is that one Christina uh, Aguilera uh, video. Dirty? I, I don't know what the fucking song was called. I just know what the outfit is. It was dirty. <laughs> That's why those, you remember it, because she was dirty. She's got those black braid things in it. They look like black, what, what do you call them? Weaves on them? Not weaves. But they look like when people make yarn and mm-hmm. fucking put it in their hair. Yeah. We're not talking about Christina. We're talking about Britney. Oh, we're going to keep talking. <laughs> we can just let her sing you to orgasm. This is the first time that I've listened to, I don't know, every one of these songs in headphones. And uh, boy, does she suck at singing. Oh, she's bad. <laughs> and to know that this was her in her prime is terrible because she cannot sing this well anymore. And I don't think she's singing well. I wonder how much processing there is, too. I believe that the processing has picked up quite a bit. Because her... Oh, wait, now? And I think I've talked about that, that there are conspiracies or whatever about them, like, pitching her voice up higher to sound like more like a baby to sell her huh. image as being like, I'm a sexy little white baby. I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> I don't understand that angle, either. I don't need you to be a baby. I need you to be a woman. Guys like little girls. No, I don't. I like a woman. <laughs> but at this time, uh, she was older than me. Uh, She's older than me now, but... Not by much. How old is she? She seems like she's 54. She is only... I think she was born in like 82 or what? something. So she's only like three years older than us. So how old was she when this shit came out? Like 16 or 17. What? That's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not... I don't mean that you're incorrect. I mean... Yeah. There was a lot of fucking... Uh, guaranteed there was 22-year-old dudes like, oh, uh, oh baby, baby. Cranking it down. Now. Have a conversation with me. Don't I have am. fucking noises. I <laughs> am having a conversation. Those are my like, yeah, word up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if that dog has to pee. I didn't put her out before we started this. She just hacked up a goddamn lung in the other room, though. Well, she recently did that, and a puddle of something came out that I had to clean. So I would have been happier with that. But this came from her stomach. What song did Puddle of Mud do? Take it all away. (laughs) Take it all away. And they also did, she fucking hates me. God damn it. I saw Puddle Trust, of Mud. she fucking hates me. In concert one time. La, 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 la. And it sucked. That whole concert sucked now that I think about it. Get this. Oh, Puddle I got, I'm Mud, here. Deftones. Godsmack. That's a concert I attended. I was, I'm trying to pull a Godsmack song and I cannot. Uh, fuck, I can't think of one either right now. Voodoo. I know there's one called Voodoo. Yeah, I, I that sounds about right, but 
It goes like this. That voodoo that you do. We are God's mac, yeah. Voodoo, voodoo. We are God's mac, yeah. God, they have that one fucking huge popular song. Bulletproof, I Stand Alone. Voodoo. I don't know. We're not listening to no. any Godsmack, thankfully, on this album because they were not popular in 1999. There's not even a real, like, there's no, like, metal in quotations song on this thing at all, which is weird to no. me because, like, Corn was popular, Limp Biscuit was popular. We're... But I guess that's not what they call music. Uh, I, I think it's like Top of the Pops type shit. I think that's the idea. Top of the Pops. Top of the Pops to you. Okay, we're going to listen to the next song. Sam, are you ready? I'm ready. I don't want to let go. Sometimes I have a dreamer's disease. Am I, am I correct? Don't let go. <laughs> we are going to uh, move on to New Radicals. You get what you give. You only get what you give. You get what you give. So this song is uh, interesting. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out in the beginning. Hold on a second. I guess I need to appreciate the vocals in the beginning. Michael Jackson sample, I swear. No, I think that's him. I don't. Okay. That was very firm. (laughs) It's not. I do not. (laughs) I swear it's a Michael Jackson sample. So. This song has controversy, and it's huh? something that we always talk about all the time, or that you talk about. It's the part where he says, the part where he kind of like calls out musicians. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess that was a whole thing. He did that on purpose. Well, of course he did it on purpose, but what was the reason? The purpose behind it is that he said these more like critical of our government sort of things like more political things and then just threw that in at the end to see what people were paying attention to and sure enough people only paid attention to that so the line that we'll eventually hear is health insurance rip off lion fda big bankers buying fake computer crashes dining cloning while they're multiplying so that's all like more serious stuff and then fashion shoots with beckett hansen courtney love and marilyn manson like like and he just threw that like tongue in cheek sort of thing in. He he was he didn't mean it seriously and has I guess apologized to people that he called out for saying that. Yeah. But it was more like a social experiment. It was more a social experiment and just like he thought the po- actual political issues that he talked about were completely ignored. Oh yeah. And it was just oh my god how dare you attack these celebrities. <laughs> so it's interesting that that makes it way more interesting. Uh-huh. I think so. I didn't realize that. Because I still don't care about the health insurance line, but god damn it. But that's still... <laughs> it's interesting that 20 years later, same shit. I never took it, though, as him just trying to just start, like, pop beefs. I, I took it as another almost political statement, as in, like, you guys always talk about this status quo being wrong and, like, you're against the mainstream... But you're the fucking mainstream. But go run to your mansions. Yeah, I always thought took it like that, not just like you know, like celebrity beef that doesn't fucking matter yeah. at all. Well, this is considered a like this is on almost every like one hit wonder list. This song, I I think this is a pretty solid one hit wonder. Yeah, this song was huge. 
This song made I've people buy bucket it. hats. Yeah. <laughs> Not me, but I've always enjoyed it. I fucking did. When I had one, but I think it just fell into my lap somehow. I remember Kent and I... It was like a I... denim one in the family for some denim? reason. Wow. Kent and I would go to Walmart and be like, oh, look at that bucket hat. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> bucket hat. Bucket hat. <laughs> my microphone is so loud. You got the music in you. Got the music in you. Oh, computer update, everyone. It's working fucking great. For now, we've had this. This has been an up and down, up and down with us. Yes, but I replaced the hard drive again, and this one doesn't click like the other one did when it came. The other one was awful. It sounded like someone was just constantly clicking a mouse. Yeah, it was like this. Yeah, computers should not sound like that. <laughs> From the fucking get go, it was like, of course, my luck. Get I'm gonna up and go. From the get-go, of course my luck is I bought a new hard drive and they're going to send me a shit one. Hey, it's time for the controversy to start. Oh. Well, soon. I'm sorry. I'm just letting you know, like, (laughs) hey, we're also talking about the songs. No. Yeah, I'm premature. This. Here we go. Yeah. We'll kick your asses. Does he say we'll kick your asses or we'll kick your ass in? I always thought it was ass in, but it's asses. Ah. We'll kick your ass in, which is a funny way of thinking about it. But that's how I always thought it. I always thought it was that. I think it sounds better. I'm going to kick your ass in. It rhymes with mansion. Kick your ass in. Yeah, but... Marilyn Manson. Anything can rhyme if you want it to. Henson. No, it doesn't. Check it out. You can't rhyme duck with bear. You have to try harder, Sam. I'm a duck, and I'm a bear. Doesn't work. Oh, my God. That cat's going at you like Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger. He... Does that mean he's going to drop me? No. That means he's going to... I wish I could remember how he killed the guy at the end. Because that was an action movie. I don't know if anybody remembers that was an action movie. Cliffhanger? My That was one of the movies my dad liked. That had Michael Rooker in it as well. That was his friend. Oh, yeah? Michael Rooker's girlfriend was the one who... The one that dies? Was, yeah. The, the beginning girl that dies? The beginning, the classic beginning scene that was parodied in Ace Ventura 2 when Nature Calls. Wait, so it's not the other way around? I thought, I thought they watched Ace Ventura 2 and then were like, hey, that's a good scene. Let's put a lady in it. I don't know where you expect me to go with that. Do you want me to like the play rules until are like, yes and yeah, Sam? Oh my god, you can't believe no, no, yes and <laughs> I have to add something to it as well. Absolutely, yes, yes, and, and you do. Yes, and I disagree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's roll along to the next song, which uh, this one was newer to you, right? I don't know what's next. Oh, Sam. You don't know this by oh, heart? Wait. You haven't listened to this so is many times? Barry Gibbons. <laughs> yeah, this is Barry Gibbons. This is uh, Take Off Your Titties. All right. Oh, wait. It's Robbie Williams. This is Robbie Williams' Millennium. We because we were rolling into the Millennium. Ah, this was before all smart. of that happened. So, yeah, people capitalized on that like crazy. I'm pretty sure it's called the Millennium, please. 
<laughs> if you had Big Willie style, then yeah, you considered it a millennium. That's what I called it. I did not recognize this song at all. You told me about the music video, mm-hmm. and I kind of remember that. But it's known for being weird, for just like he like rips part of his skin off after like stress. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> but it's after uh, stripping off his clothes, and then he like strips off his skin. And then he's just a skeleton dancing. Nice. But it's weird. I like it. I know that when I looked at the picture of this guy, he looks like a piece of shit. He's just, I don't know if he is. I'm not saying he is. But he's just got a look that if I just met him out in the street, I'd be like, I don't trust this guy at all. So he's, well, he's been around. He was in a boy band. Oh, really? And Was his name Bobby Williams? <laughs> well, the band was called Take That. And I have, I have, I have tried to get you to remember or recognize a song by them in the past that gets stuck in my head because it's like, whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good. I want you back. I want you back. I want you back. So he used to be, in, and he was like, I think he was like the bad boy persona in this old this, this band. And I think they stopped being a group or whatever. Like, I think he was the one who left and went solo sort of thing. And huh. this was from his second solo album. Interesting. So I think he was kind of, like, cocky and felt like he had something to prove and was just like... I've always had that feeling from him as well, that he kind of looks like a douchebag. But I don't I mean, really know. He looks like he steals. <laughs> like... He looks like he grew up in a trailer. No offense to anybody I grew up in a trailer, but most of you are fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> My dad couldn't afford to own a trailer. We just rented. So that means your dad was an extra piece of shit. <laughs> I think that Robbie Williams is the kind of thief who will fuck you, and then, like, it's usually a woman in, like, an 80s or 90s music video who will, like, pick the pockets and steal from the wallet while the guy is asleep yeah, and yeah, then leave. Yeah. He does it to the women that he sleeps with. I, I think he that. sleeps with more successful, older absolutely, women than him to take things. Because he's like, I'm a little bad boy. I'm a little bad boy. So, yeah, one thing that I didn't know about this also... I guess the song borrows heavily from the musical arrangement of You Only Live Twice. It's a Bond film of the same name, I guess. Ah. But he recorded it in a different key to save money. Oh, come on now. Mm-hmm. But it was the number one single. This was a hit for him. It's fucking bland, if you ask me. I've never liked it, because it would show up on TRL and stuff a little bit. Oh, are you talking about Total Request Live? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm assume, assuming everyone I'm assuming everyone knows what TRL is. <laughs> I could sumo if I wanted to, I'm the, sure. The, I've got the fucking physique for it right now. The Carson Daly vehicle is what I call it. TTRL. TTRL. Totally Total Request Live. He rides it around like a bicycle to get from A to B. A? Yeah, that song's a snooze. Britney Spears had like a like a nostalgic feel to it. Still don't like it, but at least had a nostalgic feel. Oh, yeah, that was big when we were like 
or young teenagers. Yeah. We're like 12, 13, and it's like Britney Spears. Like we were the perfect age everywhere. of all of that like teen pop explosion in the late 90s. We were the exact age for all of that to be pushed in our direction. And then the new Radicals song, like I always kind of liked it. Like it was always like, yeah, this song's on. Cool. I won't change the station. Yeah. And then that song I had never fucking heard before. And it's a snoozeroo. I wish that there was an actual Willennium song from Will Smith's album, like that also, you know, a title track, but he doesn't have one because I was like, well, listen, let's listen to Willennium, but only Will 2K. Speaking of listening, here you go. Wait, that's not right. Is this it? It's that Godsmack song. <laughs> Voodoo? No. Keep away. I think this is the big hit. I don't recognize it at all. Suddenly, a faint smell of cigarette smoke fills my <laughs> nose. Sounds kind of like Lane Staley. Yeah, I don't recognize that at all, though. I don't think that's what I meant to play there. Maybe it's whatever. Okay. I didn't know it was called whatever. I'm doing the best I ever did. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best I ever did. Now go away. <laughs> now go away. That's the away. song that was big. That's the big I one. I forgot about that being a thing. And you brought it all <laughs> back. I had to know. I had a Godsmack shirt at one point. <laughs> Is this from Will Ennium? This Is Will 2K? We good? We yeah, good? We're good. You good? You in the millennium? No, we in the millennium. Where are you? You had this album, didn't you? No, I didn't, actually. I didn't. <laughs> of course I didn't. Excuse me, millennium. Slick like Rick. I understand that reference. I can already say. Hold on. Yeah, I like this more than uh, Millennium by Robbie Williams. Yeah, well, yeah, it's got some fucking soul to it. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Uh, Which you probably stole from someone else's soul, but still. <laughs> oh, yeah, that w- there were definitely samples all throughout that. Isn't he lucky that someone else wrote songs for That's him? usually how it goes. I know, it irritates me. And he he's really big into samples. It irritates me when someone uses other people's music to make content. And is successful. <laughs> That's why we're upset. Because <laughs> they're successful, successful and we're not. <laughs> How dare they? All right, let's listen to a song that I assume everyone in the world has heard. Uh, Closing Time by Semisonic. Semisonic? That's the band? Yes. I didn't look at any You of never these. looked at your phone once while anything not was for playing? this song. I looked at the Robbie Williams one because like, I don't know this fucking song. But this song, I was just like, yeah, I've heard this song a thousand fucking times. This is one of those ones that was interesting to listen to in headphones because I haven't. Really? Yeah, I've never, like, heard the bass tone. I've never paid attention to the music, you yeah. know? I just don't, when I don't 
when I'm not into something and I haven't listened to it on headphones, like if I'm into something, I can listen to it on speakers and like pick out things. Yeah. But if I'm not interested to it, in it, sorry, it's just like surface level for me. Like basically the vocals. Unless there's like a guitar line that I just picked up on that I liked. Or a bass line. Yeah. Because there's been like one pop song recently in the past two or three years that I was like, oh, I like that bass line. That's it. Mm-hmm. But I like that bass line. So this is always, which people may or may not know, I'm not going to go too big on song facts about that, like song lore, but everyone thinks that this is about like going home with someone after a bar. Oh yeah, right? Am I wrong? It's not about that. It's supposedly written about uh, anticipating fatherhood. What? Yeah, the lead singer's lady was pregnant. It doesn't. Re- it makes more sense if it were just if it just followed what it says, <laughs> like it's supposed to be metaphorical instead I, of just being exact. I mean, I guess I get what he's saying. It's time to stop all the, you know, move it to the exits. Party world, I guess. Party world's over. Yeah, it's time to go home. Makes sense. I prefer to think of it as an actual bartender working, and he's just telling people to get the fuck out. Not even people going home with people. Just like, come on, guys. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But it mostly just sounds like, is d- does everyone have a fuck buddy to go home with? <laughs> is everyone good? I don't care what you do. Just find someone to fuck and get the fuck out of here. You don't have to go home single, but you do have to find a fuck partner. Those were the original lyrics. And then his wife is like, You can't write things like that. I like how you grabbed your belly. He's pregnant, right? Oh, okay. (laughs) I like to use the space. Space work. Space work! Space, 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 space. space. Yeah, this song's fucking lame. (laughs) I don't think it's lame. I do. I think it's so white bread. Oh, I think it's white bread. But I think there are a lot of worse songs out there than this. I think this is a safe song. This is very safe. This is simple. It was. Safe, it's sure. a song that uh, moms can enjoy. It's a song that... I always attack moms. Why is that? <laughs> because moms suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always like, mom music. Because nobody respects the music that moms listen to. <laughs> Sorry, moms. I was saying it's white bread because it's just like nothing in it sounds exciting to me. He's laid back on the vocals. Even excuse me, even the guitar that's distorted seems like not exciting at all still. Well there's no big arc that happens in the song. There's no there's no big bridge, there's no big moment ever. It's just smooth sailing the whole time. It is. It's very even the whole time. Mm -hmm. Take me home. Like even the drummer when he's doing that. Tarzan inspired this song. I don't know if you knew that. Even when the drummer's doing that fill there. (laughs) It sounds like he's yawning while he does it. Like he's playing it well, but it just like there's an energy that comes across when you record music. That if you didn't put it in, it's not fucking there. Like I've, I've heard it happen. I've heard somebody 
plan- technically correct, but they didn't put any like emotion into it. They didn't feel it. Like they didn't care that they were playing it, and it transgresses into the recording somehow. At least it does for me. So when I listen to this guy's drums, when I listen to this guy's guitars, when I listen to anything on this song, I just feel like they're all like, yeah, yeah, good job, man. Cool. Let's go over here now. All right. I feel like all of the people in this band are the type of guys who would like walk up to you at a party with a fresh beer in their hand and just stand there and look around and smile the whole time and take small sips from their beer and never say a goddamn word, but just giggle and smile a little bit here and there, but never have the balls to like insert themselves in the conversation, but they don't want to like feel left out. So they just like stand there and laugh at everything everyone says the whole time. That's what the closing time semisonic band makes me think of. And then inside, they're just screaming, I want to fit in! (laughs) (laughs) This is completely coming from nothing, so I'm just pulling this out of my ass. I don't mean any of this. Please don't be offended, Semisonic. I'm sorry. Please be offended, Semisonic. I would like to fight you. (laughs) Semisonic? Yes, I'm not even going to say your name right. Is it Semi? I've always heard it Semisonic. All right, well, I think it's Semisonic. Semisonic? (laughs) I just had a memory of one of my friends. It was like one of my first parties I went to. We showed up. You know, like I was, high school. I was just smoking weed. Yeah, as a high school party, I was just smoking weed. Were you still in high school? Yes, I just said it was high school party. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. I wouldn't go to a fucking high school party after high school. I all, couldn't wait to get out of that shit. All kinds of gross guys. I don't know. You had a girlfriend who was younger than you, so you ended up going to who, prom. Who didn't go to parties? <laughs> no, but she went to prom. <laughs> who made me go to prom? And we got in a huge fight. But then you only stayed for like a short amount of time, right? Yeah, because I was being a dick. (laughs) Because I was not having it. I was bitching about everything. You know how I get. (laughs) I do. You're a doll. All right. (laughs) I didn't get to tell my goddamn story. I was going to say, tell your story. Uh, He's drinking beers, but he didn't bring any beer. And he just goes in some guy's random cooler. I just thought of this when you talked about a guy holding beer. Just goes in a guy's random cooler. Gets out of Heineken. Walks up to the conversation, doesn't realize that he's talking to the guy who brought the only guy who brought Heineken. He goes, hey, man, where'd you get that Heineken? And he's like, oh, I got to have a friend's cooler. And he goes, I'm the only one here who brought Heineken. And my friend was like, uh, uh, and he's like, it's cool, man, but that's the last one. <laughs> I thought he was going to get his ass kicked. Over a shitty beer? Hey, man, you didn't bring your own fucking beer? You're just stealing beer? It was shitty of him. No, I understand. I, I brought my that acrylic bong that we've brought up before. The first bong that was brown and had the tubes that came out of the bottom chamber. Uh-huh. The one that you and I used okay. in your, our apartment eventually. That one time we got stoned before school. And the shed out back as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I brought that bong and everybody was like, Whoa, Sam, we didn't know you liked this. And I was like... I was the cool stoner of the party for the only time in my life. <laughs> At least in that era. You've never been cool again. Not like that. I was you on won't top of the world. You won't get cool again. You won't get cool again. Well, since we're talking about rock music and we're getting all of this rock bubbling up here, oh, I mean, yeah. we just we just had oh. semi-sonics. <laughs> Beep, beep. <laughs> so let's let's keep this high energy rock and roll moving. Let's listen to uh, "Sweetest Thing" by U2. Yeah, boy. So what's interesting about this song? Because believe it or not, there is actually something interesting about this song. Good, because I haven't found anything interesting about it. 
So this was originally a B-side single that was released in 1987, but was re-recorded and re-released as a single for a Best Of compilation in 1998. So this was a song that had already been a B-side, but then was re-recorded and re-released. I guess that... I kind of want to hear the original now. The origin of it is that uh, they were... Because this was on the Joshua Tree album. Oh, really? That's the one that people love. Yeah, that's like the big one that people, I think... It's like the YouTube album that everybody would suggest, I assume. If you had a YouTube album, it's almost guaranteed it's you usually had Joshua, Joshua Tree. Tree. Um, but I guess that he had to be in the studio and work d- during his wife's birthday. So he like wrote this for her as like an apology. It's funny when artists do that because it's like, I'm gonna, I'm sorry I can't be around, so I'm gonna do the thing that keeps me not around and for you. By the way, it was a hit, so now we gotta go on tour. Well, it, it turned into a thing where she, like, wanted him to, since he like wrote it for her. It was like all the proceeds from this song like went straight to like a her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, she got the proceeds from everything else. But he's a big humanitarian, so I think all of the money that the song makes goes to like a charity or a foundation or something huh. like that. So, what if they play this live? Probably. But I always thought the song was weak as shit, oh, and I still don't like oh, it. Yeah. I don't like any U2 song. Um, no. <laughs> I will say I don't I hate this with the fiery passion as much as I hate some other U2 songs, but I don't enjoy this. This song this to me cheese. seems like not a song. It seems like it's one long intro the whole time. It's just like background music for a yeah. um, like romantic comedy commercial. Yeah. It's like a trailer song. But it's a whole song. Like, when this song ends, every time I listen to it, I'd be like, wait, what? Well, it's three minutes long, it so it's barely... The song never started. What happened? Yeah. No, again, nothing happens. It's just safe. I want to hear the original. The they recorded it, right? Yeah. I'll, let me see if I can do this without messing anything up. I know that I did not know it was U2 until, I don't know, after three times listening to this, and you mentioned, oh, U2, blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, that's U2? That's Hugh as that's well. That's Hugh too? Okay. I'm still, I have to... Still searching? Joshua Tree? Joshua Tree. Let me see if this sounds any different. I'm sort of interested. Yeah. The, the other one sounds poppier. Sounds just cleaner at this point. Mm-hmm. New equipment. Sounds exactly the same so far. Baseline's a little more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this just sounds like a fucking around song. They definitely cleaned it up to re-release it and make it a single. Yeah. I prefer it dirty though. You know how I like shit to yeah. sound bad. I'm just saying that that just all seemed like it did. Like this just sounds way raw. This sounds like raw. What? Raw? Bono. I was gonna say Uno. <laughs> this sounds like Bono to me. 
The other one still does not sound like Bono to me. Yeah, they didn't really, like, change it. I thought for sure it was going to be, like, completely different. No, he just smoothed it out so moms would buy it. So they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, I love Bono and all the humanitarian work that he does. I'm going to buy that album. I love Bono. I'm going to get that U2 Grace his album. Because I love Sweetest Thing. (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's roll on into another a song that was written about uh, a significant other. This is my favorite mistake by Cheryl Crow. Written by Tom Petty himself. So what's interesting is that I guess she used to date Eric Clapton. What? This song is about a philandering man. And it's rumored to be written about Eric Clapton, but it's something, it's kind of one of those, like, Carly Simon, I'll never tell who it's about. Yeah. Well, it's obvious. If they were dating, it's obviously about him. It's her favorite mistake. She says it all the time. So I just think it's interesting. She won't confirm it, but it's always interesting to, if there's some sort of origin. Cheryl, we need you to come on the podcast and confirm it. For everyone, finally. Even though, really, I'm just going to want you to talk about being a backup singer for Michael Jackson the whole time. Yes. That's all I care about. We don't want to talk about your actual career. (laughs) I want to talk about Lance Armstrong's drug use and you as a Michael Jackson backup singer. And we need need. the confirmation of Eric Clapton. And I have a fourth one. I want to talk about the time my friend saw you in concert and said you were too fucking drunk to sing. Is that for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He put a videos that got flagged. Was this recent? Or like more recent? When I was still... Nah, it was probably about a year ago. Well, still, I would consider that more recent. He went to... uh, He went to Bonnaroo? Okay. Maybe... That might be wrong. He went to some music festival and he was very excited to see Sheryl Crow. And then she came out and was fucking hammered. And like... Was forgetting words and slurring and... That's unfortunate. Missing melodies. For everyone who wanted to see her and for the people who paid her who put the show on. And then he took video of it and put it on Facebook. Like He was doing Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. And he got like flagged in like a cease and desist, we think, from like people working for Sheryl Crow. Like I think they were like, fuck, this performance was bad. We have to scrub the internet of this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Because there wouldn't be any other reason that they would flag that. Do you like this song or singing to it? Yeah, I always... Uh, I This is kind of a soft spot for me. This song fucking blows. <laughs> I, I, that's fine. I think she's ripping off Tom Petty hardcore. I have, There are a handful of Sheryl Crow songs that are kind of weak weakness songs for me, but I don't like... I wouldn't be like, I like Sheryl Crow yeah. at all. It's way more in your vein than I am for me. This, this, let's not kid ourselves. This whole album was not meant for me in any way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this is not what you were listening to no. when this came out. No, nobody screams fuck once. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not one time. No, wait. Somebody says fuck. Doesn't Jay-Z say fuck? And they don't bleep it? Which, well, I bet they bleeped it on oh, the actual version. Yeah, so. Since, uh, I'll let you explain. Yeah, I can't actually find it unless I were to purchase the album. 
So I just had to make a playlist of the songs and make my own. Now that's what I call Music Volume 2. It's not available on the streaming service that we use. No, so we, yeah. That, so we played the system. <laughs> so that does have bad words, which I say good words. There are good words in there. Do you remember when our nephew was here about a week ago? We were talking about bad words in music, and he's like, I like bad words. <laughs> so does his sister. She likes uh, metal, remember? That's what she said, and then she said, My Chemical Romance, and uh-huh. then I went, Okay, yeah, that's not metal. And 21 Pilots. Yeah, that's not metal. <laughs> and then she, that night, I'm pretty sure I got a text from her mother asking if I have Donnie Darko. Just like, yeah, she's a total fucking emo. Oh, she's God. turning into a total. Yep textbook emo kid yeah so do you have donnie darko mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like a stepping stone in the world of being like an alternative emo kid i'm telling you what though that text came through and it took me less than five seconds to be like nope <laughs> we don't have that no i thought you owned it at one point no i would never really you didn't like that movie my first boyfriend bought the director's cut or whatever that came out in the early 2000s. Yeah. And he was obsessed with like that version and yeah. watched it, I don't know, multiple times a day. Every what the fuck? Every day for sure. Every single day for what? a chunk of time. He was so obsessed with it. So I've seen it so many times. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, it wouldn't be like, oh, I can't watch it because of him. But I've had absolutely, n- I've never had an interest <laughs> because I've seen it so many fucking times. And he would just like fangirl out about everything. He would watch the commentary. He would look up everything that he could on the internet about it. He was just obsessed. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. I like that movie, but the director and writer himself has said, oh, it means nothing. I was just writing things out of my ass. Like everyone tries to put this message to it. And there's really no message. That's the thing. I don't think it's necessarily a great story. I don't understand why it's such a cult classic for so many people. Because it's he wrote it out of his ass. That's why because it's, no it's weird. It's just because it's weird, and uh, people, girls, could be like Jake Gyllenhaal looks depressed. Oh, because because <laughs> girl emo girls like guys who look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Absolutely. And it's funny because he doesn't look anything like that as no. a person. He he doesn't choose to look. No. Like that. He was hilarious in that John Mulaney kids thing. Oh, yeah. When he's like that Mr. Was Music crazy. or whatever. <laughs> that was so unexpected the sound from of him. Sound of a sink. So I fixed this. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally off subject, but you should watch that John Mulaney kids special thing that he did on Netflix. It's weird. Yes. You should watch John Mulaney anything. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that. You should watch everything John Mulaney does. Definitely. Oh, hello as well. Oh... Hello. Hello. Okay, so let's listen to the next song. Sam was not a fan of the Cheryl Crow, which I think you've said in the past that you're just like, I don't like her voice. I, well, you know, I'm not a big fan of female voices in general. I know. Uh, I don't like Tom Petty, so therefore I don't like Cheryl Crow. It's just a popular version of Tom Petty. She definitely ha- kind of seems to chase after that style. Yes. That like pseudo soft rock country yeah like bar music like hippie rock almost not not like 70s hippie rock or 60s hippie rock like hey man be cool she also i don't know i would say did one of the worst songs um of all time picture with kid rock so oh. she cannot be forgiven for that 
There you is, will not be forgiven. There is no amount of forgiveness <laughs> that will ever undo that fucking monstrosity. My stand is so silent now that I sprayed it with Pam cooking oil. Aww, <laughs> I'm glad you thought to do that. Isn't Yay! that great that you got that idea somehow? Ooh. Just kidding. Not trying to be a pompous asshole, but I'm turning it. into a pompous asshole. I think I said something the last you episode because <laughs> it just like. That's <laughs> nice. It moves easier now, too. <laughs> it sure does. Um, so what you should probably consider doing is what Fatboy Slim thinks that you should do. You should praise me. There's praise you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Have you seen a picture of this dude now? Norman. Yeah, Norman. Not no, not since he was popular, but he looked kind of like an older guy at yeah, the time. Yeah, he still looks like an older. I'm guy. sure he does. <laughs> so there's un- a reason he put other people in his videos. <laughs> well, I guess he showed up in this as like a bystander briefly. Because, which video is this? So this is the video that Spike Jones is in this. Okay. So he did, which I don't remember. I don't I can't even remember the song, but the Rockefeller Skank. I know that that was. A song that was really popular before this. Okay. Well, I I'll reference it afterwards. Um, just because I I wanted to remember what it is as well, and I can't for the life of me is pull it. Is that a song of his? Yeah, it is was that a, the one with Christopher Walken dancing. No, that's oh. Weapon of Choice. Okay. So that Rockefeller Skank was before this. So I guess Spike Jones wanted to be involved with him, so he recorded his own like homemade video. But he, because of, like, shooting, he was unable to, like, work it out and be in the video for it. So they agreed to do something. Because he has this, like, dance troupe. And it's, it looks like just this, like, super weird, nerdy, like, people who still dress like it's the fucking early 80s, late 70s. Yeah, like sweatpants. Like, striped shirts. Yeah. And old, like retro glasses and shit yeah, just yeah. like Jake. Jeffrey Dahmer glasses yeah, yeah. so and they they just do all this like community like whatever dancing outside of Wait, something so that's real that's a real troop no okay. it's that's it, the video but it was believable enough in a video that he did for Rockefeller Skank and like sent into Fat Boy Slim huh. but because he couldn't actually work it out to be in that video it just didn't the schedules didn't work out so he said, we're doing it for the next one. Yeah, so then Praise You came out of it. This so it's just a, a weird dance troupe. This was a big video. Oh, it was I remember huge. this video very well. I thought it was neat because it yeah. was different and it was just like, it looked like handheld it, shitty it, footage. Yeah, it looks like a VHS camera. <laughs> uh huh, that someone's just watching this weird dance troupe of like what looked like middle aged Mormons. Yeah. Just dancing outside at night under this like light from a building. Yeah. And then you find out it's Spike Jones and you will find out who Spike Jones is and how much he's involved in things. And well, if you watch the, uh, what is it, Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret, you would know who Spike Jones is. Oh, he is in that. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was on it for quite a bit. I forgot about that show. I liked that show. I did too, even though it was odd. It was very odd. That's why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the ultimate hybrid of British and American comedy. Interesting. Yes. I'm going to look up the Rockefeller skank while this is still going on because it still goes on for a while. For this being electronic music, I don't hate this. 
Like, it, this is easier listening electronic music for me. It doesn't have... Uh, it's it's electronic in a light way. Mm-hmm. Like, he's using... Like, this part. Sure, that's electronic. Doing the... But, like, there's a real piano going on. Mm-hmm. There's real percussion going on. It's not like... Yeah. <laughs> I remember that there was a big performance at like a VMA award show or something and Spike Jones came out with his uh, dance troupe and they performed on stage for everybody. Nice. And just did this weird like interpretive dance type performance. I hope that they were improving the dance too. Like I hope they didn't actually practice or like just feel it, man. Uh, I think it was synchronized. Oh, God damn you, Spike Jones. But and then I think like right near the end or like around this time, I, I feel like all of a sudden someone like pushes out Fatboy Slim, or like uncovers him under like a sheet and he's like playing piano oh, or really? whatever. So I feel like it's something like that. It could that could be a different performance, but everybody's like, who's that old man on stage playing the piano? I think people understood how electronic music worked. Who's that guy holding a smiley ball, smiley face ball in his mouth? What's a soy bomb? <laughs> soy bomb. I remember watching that live. Me too. I was too. I was like, is this part of it? What's oh, happening? I think everybody had the same reaction. Like, oh, this is weird. Like, wait, he's not. I don't think he's supposed to be there. <laughs> Speaking, since you did bring up Tom Petty, isn't it weird that he's Bob dead? Dylan outlived Tom Petty, even though Tom Petty always wanted to be Bob Dylan. He just couldn't quite be him long enough. I didn't know that there was any comparison between those two. Really? Really? There's a big noticeable I guess style I kind of influence. It's probably because Bob Dylan stopped doing anything. <laughs> he still did stuff for a while. He soy bombed. All right, let's listen. <laughs> he didn't soy bomb. Let's that beautiful, beautiful man in the background soy bomb. That came to the front. Fucking right. Showed his man boobs, and he was like, <laughs> soy bomb, look at my dance moves. Man boobs dance moves. That's a nice rhyme. Hey, yeah, good job. Did you just say I was going to say thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, Sam. So let's listen to Rockefeller Skank, because I can't remember what how this song goes at all. Right about now. Okay. The funk soul brother. There you go. I don't remember it so far. I remember. I know this. You don't remember this? I know the guy. I recognize the thing he's saying, but I don't. Okay, yeah, this, this is, is like the a, whole song. This is getting into electronic music that I do not. This enjoy. is a little more electronic than that. This came from the same album as Praise You, though. Really? Keep it playing. Oh, I am. I said keep it playing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really dig this though. I only dug a hand, like a few of his songs, which was like "Weapon of Choice" and yeah. "Praise You" and stuff. But this was also a little too electronic for me. Yeah. Okay. But this is like this commercial is what I music. Yeah. This is what I. That's just too fucking repetitious. God damn it. Yeah, I'm glad that Spike Jones was in Praise You and not this. Yeah. Because I think that it made Praise You more interesting. Yeah, you have to take ecstasy to enjoy that song. 
rock, right uh, Rockefeller skank. Funk soul brother. But if you take, you know, medicine like that, some say you might think that you're paranoid. I, I hit the wrong because I was looking at you and trying to be smooth and hit the wrong fucking song. Yeah, this is garbage. I think I'm paranoid. So this is a song I never... I thought that I remembered garbage as being less lame than this. Yeah, I thought they were like more of an alternative band. Right? Yeah, this song's super fucking lame. Yeah, I was just like, I thought that they were more of... And there is some like high energy whatever in here, but... It's still kind of pretty mellow. It's almost yeah. like they just looked the part more than sounded the part. I wonder if they're one of those bands that the single did not represent their actual... Oh, but this part's so fucking bad. This is awful, but yeah. this is so mid-90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super mid-90s. But I do not... I even remember this song being better than it is. I thought so, too. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I, when I listened to this again... I was just like, yeah, I expected more out of this. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder what. What's the guy that. I think the dude that plays guitar in this, he's like a big time producer. I think he records like Dave Grohl. And. You remember that uh, movie Dave Grohl made about that console that yeah. he bought? And then uh, Goat Lady's in it. What's her name? Uh, from Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. She's, lady. she's singing and there's a guy that's like oh great job man that girl can sing and he's like running the console okay. I'm pretty sure that's the guitar player from Garbage and he's like a super producer he's super and I just I expected more out of him <laughs> but he probably knows it. I don't know this is a big fucking hit right I don't know how big of a hit it was I think it was like okay I don't think it was a number one hit I think it was number one for three weeks. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah, this is lame as fuck. I didn't. I just expected more rock. This is just very poppy. Okay, Butch Vig is the guy's name. Do you recognize this guy? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's the guitar player, I think. I know he's in the band, but I don't know if he plays the guitar. But I think he does. Oh, sorry. I am sound really fucking dumb. He's the drummer and co-producer of the alternative rock band Garbage and producer of diamond-selling album Nevermind by Nirvana. So he was like, had his finger on the oh, yeah, he was in there. 90s alternative pulse. And here's a picture of him. Hanging out with David Grohl. <laughs> I love Dave Grohl. This sounds I like, like any Linux getting trying to get dirty. Industrial? It's industrial. That's the word I was yeah, looking for. It's super industrial, but like still it's like industrial pop. Yeah, I don't like industrial music in general. Even, no. Like even heavier industrial music, well, I just don't. Th that's what I think industrial music usually is. I think it usually is heavier than this. That's why I yeah. think that this is like a super soft, like pop version it's of that. Candy industrial. <laughs> <laughs> Butch Vig. What a name. It's alright. Okay, it's so. Alright. I want to listen to another garbage song that may. Could, yeah, I don't know. Only happy when it rains. This one is more. I'm only happy. 
Again, I haven't listened to any of this in a long time. But this is still more of the vein that I thought it would be. Yeah. This has a little more of a grittier sound. Yeah, it sounds grittier to me. Rains. I still don't like it, though. I want to get it. I want to... Yeah, because it goes like a major sound all of a sudden. It's super... Jesus Christ. Not yeah. into it. Let's <laughs> to another song. This is Stupid Girl. I know a lot of those. This is the last garbage song I want. Fucking women. Oh, I know this song. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I can't remember how the chorus isn't this goes. On, isn't this in a movie? Guaranteed. Just like on Me, Myself, and Irene. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds familiar. I see Renee Zellweger's angry face. She always looks like a sourpuss. I'm going to look it up. Garbage. Stupid girl. Stupid, dumb fucking girl. Let's see here. This is not enjoyable. Nope. Which I've never like followed up on garbage, but I just assumed it was heavier than this or better. Not that I need it to be heavy to like it, but ugh. Stupid girls that made that shit popular. Yeah, I got nothing on that song. I think we just heard it before. You stupid girl. It was a single. Yeah, I'm not into that. No, we are not garbage fans. Yeah. I'm not fans of the garbage the band. I'm not a fan of taking out the garbage. Which reminds me that has to happen tonight. Yes, it does. But I am a fan of the garbage pale kids. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're disgusting. In a, an appropriate way. Yeah, like they're the type of gritty that I like. Because they're all about like disgusting, uh, exploding pimples and... Bad teeth and boogers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all about that. That's basically me. It's <laughs> yeah, and it's who I am on the inside. And slowly but surely, it's seeping out to the outside. <laughs> um, let's listen to another song. We're actually going to listen to this and then take a break. Gotcha. Uh, this is "Never There" by Cake. Oh, cool. Hello. I <laughs> got the goddamn phone. I need to feel your touch. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> I think this album has three bands with real drums on it. This is your boss's favorite band. Yes. This is one of those bands that I never liked, but then as I've gotten older and realized how much shit there is, like, oh, this isn't this isn't so bad. I would much rather listen to Cake than a lot of bands. I yeah, I understand because it's weird enough. It's catchy, mm-hmm. and I love. For some reason, I really like. I don't want to say love. I really like the guy's uninterest in singing. <laughs> he just wants to talk. He has like no energy. Yeah. My boss said he's a dick live. He just saw him once, though, right? Yeah. It's because he didn't want pictures taken. And while I while do they think were it's, performing. Yeah. Like even a cell phone picture. Like, 
They had guards being like, all right, put your phone away. I understand no flash, but I don't understand no pictures. Yeah, I don't. I sort of understand why bands don't want that because they're on tour and they're trying to like make the show special. Like, you haven't seen it yet, so they yeah. don't want things leaked. God, fucking come on. What's a cell phone picture for... 600 feet away gonna fucking do it. Unless they were working out new material or something and they didn't want uh, that's it out there. Well, that's like recording a comedian set. Yeah. And putting it out. But. And even if you did get video of a new song, it's gonna sound like fuck. It was recorded through a cell phone. Yeah. I used to like Cake a lot. I don't dislike them now. I'm just not into them like I was. Which I was never really like big on them. But this is their highest charting single, oh. which was number four. You know what I like about Cake is that they have horns. Uh-huh. I like the horn sounds. Yeah, they sometimes pull in that big band sound with, like, having the different kinds of instruments. Instruments? Instruments. <laughs> instruments. And different... Go. Just different instruments that you don't usually hear. Yeah, and they use that group vocal in this song. Fuck they say. That was like a very Mexican that sounding sound. trumpet. Oh, I wish I knew what one of those were called. They use it on uh, Motorhead, an Ace of Spades song. The Ace of Spades. Did we do that album? Yes, we did. I was going through the albums. <laughs> oh my God. I was. You tried to do a Lemmy impression and you killed yourself. I did a Lemmy and therefore I am dead. <laughs> I was going through our episodes today because I was trying to come up with what's next for you. I was like, but did we already do it? I don't I don't know what we've done. And there were some albums I was like, whoa, we fucking did that? Like Alice Cooper's Love It to Death? I don't remember doing that at all. We did that. Uh, we did that. S- sleep? I don't remember recording that episode at all. Oh, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put something on Facebook asking if you should give sleep or something else to me and people were like sleep oh yeah yep (laughs) that happened we're gonna take a break he's not here i'm not here i'm not gonna be here so let's just uh fade on out together you guys let's fade away let's listen to britney spears let's take a break everybody it's time to clear your call-ins if you need a call-in cleanse Listen to Britney Spears and you'll shake your brains out. We'll be right back, babies. I don't think that picked up. <laughs> Whatever. That was a real fart. No, we'll be back. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Sam. You can hear the fan computer because I didn't want to hook up the computer interface because it's like one in the morning so this is what you get anyway I'm here to tell you that we've made some music video reaction videos that you can check out on YouTube that's right we're starting with Robbie Williams then we're doing that one guy that comes up in this podcast I can't remember his name but fat boy slim that's his name anyway Go to the YouTube page, Couple of Critics Podcast, YouTube. Check it out. Watch the videos. Like them if you like them. Thumbs them down if you don't like them. 
Whatever. I personally don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> yeah. And there you go. That's the ad. Back to the episode. Bye. Don't. Please don't praise me. Just leave me alone. Welcome back to the Couple of Critics Podcast. Welcome back to the Couple of Critics Podcast. No one likes this. Podcast. I fucking loved it, so you're wrong. You're wrong. No one who listens to this likes that, and you don't listen to this. You're wrong. That's not true. Hi, guys. I listened to sections of it when I added it together. Welcome back. I've won again. To the podcast. <laughs> Couple of critics. We are talking about... Now that's what I call music volume two. Yay. 1999 is where we are right now. This came out in the summer, but the stretch of this is... <clears throat> these songs were released anywhere in the 98, 99 time frame, it seems. That would make sense to me. It makes sense to me too. Let's uh let's come back into this album strong. Just kidding. Let's um thank you guys for coming back. If you are back, if you made it, if you weren't like, uh, it's time for me to start listening to something else. I'm over it. If you guys are back, thank you. We appreciate it. If now, you left, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. What you didn't hear. No, you didn't, but in case you feel like tuning in later. Uh, we we said fuck you, so yeah, fuck you, Mel. Fuck you, Mel. Hey, where'd that come from? And welcome back to the podcast. If you decided <laughs> to start listening again, you're like, hey, they said fuck you to me, to be. We don't fuck like you bees. To we don't like bees. Apparently, we want everyone to starve and the whole world to just collapse within itself. Just kidding. If we we'll starved and died, the world would be better off. We'll make mechanical bees when all the regular bees are dead. I think they already are. God damn right. I've st- it's me. I started it. You're a you're a bee? I'm not a bee, but I'm a mechanical beekeeper. <laughs> beekeeper. Let's get on with this. What do you do if you're a mechanical beekeeper? You oil you're just a scientist. Things. You uh, you uh, program you C++. You're making things that constantly need to be oiled? Yeah, yeah. Bees' wings, they move really fast, so they need good oiling, which I use Pam cooking spray. Yeah, and it's <laughs> successful. <sighs> so we're going to get back into this album, and I pretended with my great sense of humor and my tremendous ability to trick people um, just kidding. This is not a strong point to come back in on, um, because it's 98 degrees because oh, of you. Boy. So I apologize that this is, uh, what we have to, to the that we have to do this together, but here is because of you. I used, okay. So I used to have this album. Of course you did. You loved them. I didn't. I thought they were okay, but this song is definitely not why. Uh, I can't imagine this song is why. I, I played into it for a little bit because I didn't keep up with them. I didn't really like 98 Degrees that much. This song is god-awful. Yeah. I mean, okay, so what's crazy is that they were signed to Motown Records. What? Right? So 
So Motown obviously wasn't the Motown that they were at this I point. I think that they were just trying to get in on the boy band game. White boys dancing is what people want. So they found white boys that supposedly had more soul, which I disagree with. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. So you told me there are two Lachey's in this band. There are two Lachey's. They are brothers. They look like I saw. I looked at the picture the other day. Uh huh. It's like, ah, yeah, they are brothers. And then there's an, a guy I've never known who he is, but he's older. It's like Jeff. No, this is Jeff. Jeff? This is Jeff Timmons, and he's a tiny man, and he's a bad singer. <laughs> Sounds fine to me. It's just shit. I don't know. Listen to this. Yeah, Jeff, he's the founding member. Member. Jeff Timmons, Nick and Drew Lachey, Justin Jeffrey. Justin Jeffrey? Yeah. That's a dumb name. Absolutely. Is that the old guy you're talking about? Oh, yeah. He's wearing a hat to cover up his balding head. He was balding when they were popular in the late 90s. Yeah. He looks like a guy I know named Keith that gives us auto parts. He just looks really out of place. He's just like the... There always seemed to be an old guy oh, yeah. in the group. Oh, yeah. In every group, there was an old guy. And he was the old guy, which is why I never cared about his name. And then there's Jeff. What was his name? What did I say? Timmons. No, okay. The other guy. Something Jeff. Justin Jeffrey. I guess that's Justin Jeffrey. No. Justin Jeffrey is the one we were just talking about. That's Jeff Timmons. Is it? That's what you told me. No, Jeff Timmons is the little one. So this is Jeff Timmons. No, that's the Lachey brother. What? I thought those two were the Lachey's. No. Huh. Interesting. (laughs) Are we sure they're not all Lachey's? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I don't think the two that you think definitely look alike. I don't think they look alike at all. (laughs) Let's see. I don't think the other two look alike. They have big lips. Look at their lips. <laughs> <laughs> they all have big lips. And nice big pecs. Not yeah. the old guy. That old guy looks so out of place. He totally does. He's wearing like a shitty jacket. Because yeah, they're all like big, uh, <laughs> like muscly guys. And he's just like the old guy in the fedora balding in the background. <laughs> and it's weird. He is the old guy in every picture. This song is just short of five minutes long, and that is not necessary. Okay. This could have been a solid three-minute song. Sure. It could have been a three-minute song, but not a solid one. I meant (laughs) time-wise versus being a five-minute song. This picture, okay, that guy and Lachey do not look alike at all. Correct. That's Jeff Timmons. Then we have I Married a Girl Who Doesn't Brush Her Teeth and then Divorce That Bitch. (laughs) And then we have old guy, and then we have little brother, little Lachey brother. Little, little Lachey. He's a little Lachey brother. Man, Nick's definitely the better looking one. The younger one looks like the dude from uh, his son. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, Charlie Day. Yeah. He looks like a non-psycho Charlie Day. Yeah, this song blows. But it is not made for me in any way shape or form no and it's been stuck in my head a lot and i think it's complete garbage for being signed to motown they should have provided more than this because i think this was like their first i could be wrong but i think this was like their first big hit that like came out this is like the first single 
this one. Yeah. It wasn't, give me just one night, una noche. No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That came out later in their career. That was a few albums in, I think. I have a very clear memory of a girl that we went to school with who was a monster. We went to school with a lot of those. Well, I mean, like... This is southern Indiana. I mean, but she's ghastly. Oh, okay. She looked like she could be a quarterback. Uh, I guess. I mean, like, she had a big back. We're not talking about SpongeBob Squareback. No, we're talking about... Um, one of my best friend's former roommates. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. She defended this band so hard in one of those days, you know, in like middle school when the teacher would be like, all right, on Friday you can bring in the music you'd like to listen to and we'll all get a chance. And she like championed for the 98 Degrees CD to go in. I oh remember my defending God. that 98 Degrees was the best boy band. But they're the hottest they, uh, uh, besides old man hat wearing guy all i can say is whatever band didn't have justin timberlake lost <laughs> because he is the clear winner out of all of the boy band everything nobody needs ramen Noodlehead coming in there and mucking things up he was the most successful out of all of them who decided to branch out on his own so i i i feel like the most successful will group was the one who had Justin Timberlake. But the sexiest boy band member comes out of 98 Degrees. Nick Lachey? You think Nick Lachey is the sexiest boy band member of all of them? I, I Yeah. Okay, guys. Alright. I'm gonna fuck Nick Lachey. This is a, this is a thing that we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to delve into. Who is the hottest <laughs> boy band member? It's not the guy from Lit. No, not Lit. <laughs> no, because that is... Well, I guess that could technically be a boy band. But we're, this is going to be from BSB, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and 98 Degrees. There's another one, right? That gets thrown in there? New Kids on the Block. They No. Did, boy, they weren't at the same time. No. I swear, there's, who's the one that did the... That was LFO, but they, they had that one song that was popular, and that was about it. I'm considered. I want an LFO added into the mix. You, uh, four. We need four. You want to add that dead guy? Okay, LFO. <laughs> well, now he's currently the sexiest of anyone. <laughs> Especially if they burned his body. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like some sweet light ashes. Do you think, since everyone supposedly looks the same on the inside, do you think everyone's ashes look the same? All the ashes I've seen, yeah. They don't all smell the same, though. I just know that my version of ashy skin and someone else's version of ashy skin aren't the same. But when you burn, your skin goes away. So I would think that we all look the same when we're burned. Is this a racial cremated. thing again? I'm just, Are you bringing up race again? I always am. Because that's the way the world turns. I'm just saying. Because they're like, we all bleed the same color blood. So I'm saying that when we're all burned and cremated... All of our ashes look the same. I'm going to go ahead against the blood thing. Sometimes your blood is a little more oxygenated and it comes out more of like a bright red instead of a deep red. You're always here to come with a show-stopping facts. Just That's entertaining the pants they off of everyone. show-stopping Sam. Triple S. Triple S? Yep. They call me SS. You know about the SS, Michelle. Yeah, that you are German as fuck. So, I praise it. Is that 
Okay, so your mom married a German, but she loves the Holocaust. <laughs> well, what's Stilly? What, what kind of what name is that? What's what's the origin of Stilly? I'm gonna look it up. What if it's also song. Germain? What if it's Jewish and I didn't know I'm a Jew? <laughs> what if you're Jewish and German? I don't know. Play the next song. You're while a I'm looking up this shit. Germ, Jewerm. Well, okay, so we're going to get serious again because it's another fucking slow oh. song. What is oh it? Oh, my God. Uh, the last name, Stilly. The first possible origin is topographical, blah, 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 blah. This is a derivative of the German and Anglo-Saxon word, style. You are white as fuck, <laughs> is what this I'm means. white German as fuck. Mm-hmm. You sure are. And so Irish, I think. Or Scottish, I don't know which one. To that, uh, we're going to listen to Spice Girls. Goodbye. So, <clears throat> Oh, speaking of which, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. So this song is actually, it's the first song after Jerry Spice left. Oh, so Jerry's not in this. Jerry's actually not in this. Is this about her? Uh, I mean, it's about like a friend, but it's kind of obviously about her because she left and then this was the first song that they came out with. Did she go back to do more naked photos? Yeah, that was when she branched out to uh, do her own thing. But now she has since rejoined her girls, but Posh is out. Posh isn't there. Correct. Yeah, she's too busy not having a job and just living off of her husband. Yeah, she's too busy. I mean, she has boys to raise and a dick to suck that belong to her husband. I mean, not her kids. (laughs) I should make sure that I say that right. That is definitely a pretty weak spot of the album. I mean, we just had to listen to 98 Degrees and that was rough. For me, I... This is like the really rough drop-off point of the album. Yeah, absolutely. I would uh, I would say I'd rather listen to the 98 Degrees song than this. Ugh. Well, you have said multiple times how much you aren't a fan of female singers, so it makes sense that this is just not up your lane at all. I think it's because if it's this shitty of kind of music, I feel like it's at least funny when a man does it. What is it? That's women doing it. It's like, ah, you're being serious. So, what is it when you say shitty? What do you mean exactly? Like when you're talking about this song, what is it about this song that stands out as specifically shitty? Is it like the music? Is it that they sound bad when they sing? Uh, it's the drum tones, which I fucking hate because they're not real. It's this terrible, which I don't like in any rap song when it's super obvious fake drums and the, definitely in this rap song we'd, well, we don't like up it any music that uses fake drums I can't fucking stand when I can tell there's some death metal that uses triggered drums which mm-hmm. is technically drum sample but the guy played it but it's still but they would use real cymbals in that one so it, I don't mind it then uh, I don't it doesn't like the trigger musical, you I don't like the musical composition I don't like the chord progressions I don't like this part <laughs> Yeah, that's Sporty Spice, I believe. And her voice is horrible. She's easily the least talented. Uh, it's just it's slow. I don't really like slow songs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, droney. I don't like slow dance music. Uh, it's... I don't know. It's kind of like when you say so you don't like mustard. When I say I don't like mustard, I just don't fucking like it. And I think the... 
this is the like there's no real bridge again with this there's no big like nothing really happens yeah, it's fucking lame and it just I as a guy who writes music I like it to be weird and I like it to be like aggressive most of the time have some substance so when I hear songs that literally seems like somebody just printed it out of a printer and was like here you go what's weird about saying goodbye to your friend is being like you'll always be someone's baby what the fuck does that mean yeah, that's you'll weird. always be someone's baby why why is that happening <laughs> <laughs> well you're always a mother's baby <laughs> Yeah, you can tell she's having a rough time getting to that note. So she's like... Uh-huh. She has a very breathy sounding voice because she's not a good singer, but she can do backflips on stage. That's pretty cool. And she can wear track pants. Uh-huh. A lot of people <laughs> can't, apparently can't pull them off. <laughs> My favorite was none of them. <laughs> of the Spice Girls, you I- like... You like Jerry because she was in Playboy. I you... remember when I found out that my cousins had that Playboy because he had a stash of Playboys. Was it Tate? No. Was it um, Harv? Nope. Was it my Ryan? My uncle's technically the one who had the porn, the Playboys. It's just the cousins knew where he stashed him. Oh. Uh, was it Jimba? No. He lived close. He lived a block away. Oh. <laughs> He smelled at the funeral. Oh, <laughs> him? <laughs> yeah. He had a bunch of Playboys. We would always go over there. We'd go up in the attic and we'd look at the Playboys. And when we found out, you know what, though? I don't think it was the one that she was originally in. I think it was the one where they just recapped they it. They reprinted them because they're like, hey, we own these images and she's popular now. Let's show them titties. And then we went over there and it was like, oh, there's Spice Girl boobs. I wonder if the Spice Girl uh, Playboys or just any of the Playboys are why your cousin ended up having to wear a helmet to school. <laughs> oh, God. I wonder if he got so excited that he like fell back and hit his head and started having seizures. You know what's weird about him is we thought he was going to be like a dum-dum after that, you know, like slightly not there. They turned out to be like really fucking smart. Because he was in our grade, right? Yeah, and then he, got, he held got held back. Yeah, but then he turned out to be insanely smart. Really? I didn't know that part. Yeah, he's very smart. It's just that his interests lie in being like a grease monkey. So he just looks like... There's money in that. Yeah, there's money in that. But I mean, most of the time, there's a, a general feeling that I get that when you see a mechanic, you don't think he's necessarily a smart guy. Yeah, you Which don't is respect not true. mechanics. No, I know I don't because I know a bunch, and they're <laughs> fucking idiots. But good mechanics yeah. that are smart are some of the smartest fucking people I've ever known. There's this dude named Ben, who was uh, his name was he's a genius. He could get jobs done so fucking fast, and it's because he was smart. It's like there's a there's a world of mechanics who are just like I gotta turn a wrench. Then there's a world of mechanics who are like. Yeah, but I can get that job done in a quarter of the time you can't because I have a fucking brain. Because I got my brain the smart Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that cousin I was about to say his name was supposed to go like do big things, but then kind of, I think he just stayed back. I think he got scared of 
leaving his hometown. People do that, which is unfortunate, which I mean, maybe if he's if he likes where he lives and can make a living doing what he loves. I mean, why the fuck does it matter? You don't have to go somewhere else. Just it's weird that you don't have for me that you wouldn't have the desire to want to go somewhere else. I did the same fucking thing. Uh, I was supposed yep. to leave this fucking town. You were supposed to leave this fucking town. Yeah, but I stayed here for you because I fell in love. Uh, boy. Uh-huh. The mistakes that we've made. Don't worry, town. We're going to leave soon. We're going to leave you, state, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. We're taking our animals and we're getting the fuck out of here. And I'm going to grow pot. <laughs> we're going to legally grow our own weed. I would like to grow the, the maximum amount that the state allows us to. Yeah, I would like to grow a little bit more than the maximum Don't amount. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't fucking say that as you're currently in trouble with the law. Does it, do you think it, it's based on your land? Yeah. Or no, you personally? I think it's based on each person. I did see something about Illinois that if you come over from another state, you cannot get as much as someone who lives there, who is a resident. Oh, so, but I mean, once we're residents, we can get as much yeah, as Yeah, I'm just okay. saying that you definitely benefit from being a resident. Gotcha. I like the residents. Um, I was going to say, but do you think like we got the pot that we grow at, the place that we live at, but then like say I owned... Another building? Can I grow more pot there? No, I feel like it's per person. What if it's a kid that works for me's pot, but it's actually my pot? (laughs) We'll talk about this later. (laughs) I guess if the federal government steps in, who's the one going down for that? The kid that works for me? (laughs) The kid that sweeps the shop? The kid who uh, takes a little bud here and there every day? To, oh, he better not. Well, he's got to, I mean, That's you me don't, suddenly it sounds my, like you don't respect him, so. That's me throwing my fist into my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's transition that right on to uh, the next song. Take Me There Straight to Your Butthole by Blackstreet and Maya. Oh, this is Blackstreet, huh? Mm-hmm. This is from, which I always thought of it more as a Maya song, but everything I see puts Blackstreet's name before Maya. Mm. And what I read is that they wanted Nickelodeon, wanted Blackstreet to record the main song for the Rugrats soundtrack. Yeah. So they, I guess that they said that Blackstreet was Nickelodeon's favorite R&B group, which is what? weird because they were like, no diggity and... I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it'd be like TLC or something. But anyway, uh, so they had Maya come in. I guess it was their idea. And this was recorded in one day. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess what I saw, and I don't know if this is true, but that they like played it for kids. And there was like tons of energy and like the kids loved it and picked up on it quickly and were like singing along. And it was like... Because this song was huge. This was a big hit. I'm surprised that you were not familiar with this song. I was not familiar with it at all. And My sister fact, had the soundtrack, so. I got fucking pissed off at the beginning of this song because I heard the Rugrats thing come in. And then I didn't notice that he was spelling the word Rugrats either. How dumb I am sometimes. And then I was like, these motherfuckers are just ripping off Rugrats. And then it turns out it was four Rugrats. Oh, and she says wish is really funny in this. Hold up. Wishes. I guess I always thought it was her song because she starts it. 
But I thought it was her song too. I thought it was just with uh, yeah, Black Street. And they're so much better. They like sounding wise, Maya's not a great. She doesn't have a great voice. She's got a baby voice. But I enjoy Black Street. I don't like. I know a lot about them, but. I, no I mean, the, their part is my favorite of the part of the song. I'm my, sure yours is Mace. My favorite part of the song is when it ends. <laughs> now, you like the Mace part because that's what confirmed for you that this was a Rugrats song. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, the first time I listened to it, I was still mad up until this part. <laughs> like, those motherfuckers still ripped off Rugrats. When I could have looked at the screen. <laughs> it was like a big picture of Rugrats. Oh, yeah. So that's Mace? Mace was in Blackstreet? No. They, he's just oh. also... And then there's Jesus another... Christ, guest stars they need well, there's another thing. one as well. Hold on. Is this Mace? Is this Mace? This is Mace, yeah. Sorry. Well, he needs to open his fucking mouth. And this is someone... No, this is still him. I, I now... Uh, Don't think Mumble Rap started recently. It's no. here then too. And right. then this is someone called Blinky Blink. Blinky Blink? Mm-hmm. That's an awful name. I agree. It's how me is met or sad. He also had a song around this time that came out called Cali Chronic. Blinky Blink. He's definitely the guy you should have on this Rugrats movie soundtrack song Mace became like a preacher or something but then he needed money and started making music again secular Uh, music I don't I think by the time this movie came out I was out of Rugrats I didn't see it I just knew the soundtrack because my sister had it when Dill came into the picture I was done Dill sucked yeah fuck Dill take me with 1,000 wishes. Will you take me there? Is that the end of the song? It is. Okay. Well, I made a remix of that <laughs> song. And I'm going to need that cable, please. Okay. There was a weird sound when it was unplugged last time, so hopefully we don't get that sound this time. I edited those out last episode so I can do it again this episode. All right. So, <clears throat> let me get it lined up here. But I noticed, as I said... She says wishes in a very wishes. <laughs> very, very strange way. Wishes. And all I could think about. Wishes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. Was just giving you some backup vocals. Was she sounds or she says the word wishes exactly like the gin from Wishmaster, the movie says wishes. The gin? His name is I don't think he has a name. He's just the gin. D. J-I-N-N. I thought he was a Cenobite. I thought he was... What? Wishmaster has nothing to do with that. A Wishmaster! I was... I'm sorry. Wishmaster. In my head, everything is Hellraiser, so... What was there for a while for me, too? (laughs) 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 All right, so I've made a remix where we get the Wishmaster. (laughs) (laughs) Wishes. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> wishes. Oh, you listen to the way it says it at the end. Wishes. 
I love it. Congrats. You haven't seen Wishmaster. Kudos. I would say you should watch it. I saw that when I was... good for gore. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that when I was young, uh, and I hadn't watched a lot of super gory horror movies, but that was uh, interesting. I sat around and watched that with family, and for the first time in a movie, I saw someone's jaw be removed... And I thought it was interesting to see someone's jaw get ripped off. Yeah, that movie's brutal. Yeah, it is, and it's just, it stuck with me. And it's got it's got Robert England in it. You want to know what it's other got Ted Raimi in it part that I think of regularly though when I think of that movie? Uh, because people they make wishes, but everything comes with a price. You mean they make wishes? Wishes. <laughs> and there is someone who wants money their wishes to get tons of money and they go out to eat at this nice fancy restaurant. They have nice clothes. Like they've just been going on a spree and then they go to pay for their bill. And this guy in a suit, whatever, he just tosses like money down on a plate and it just turns into shit. That's not from the first wish master. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. I watched it recently. That did not happen. There's a scene where this guy wants uh, a bunch of money and the way that it happens is his mom has a life insurance policy and she goes off in a plane and she signs a life insurance policy like right before she gets on the plane and she goes up and the plane explodes so therefore the guy gets a ton of money because his mom died hmm. you might be thinking of Wishmaster 2 or 3 which sucked I swore it was the first one I watched it very recently that's a huh so maybe it was, but... Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am, but someone, I watched it pretty recently. I swear that someone paid for... They went to pay for their food, and they threw down a wad of money, kind of like in a douchey way, and it just turned to shit and like splattered everywhere. That would make no sense with the wish, because the goal is still to get the guy the money. And he did have it because he was able to like get all these other things, but he was like an asshole and he wasn't grateful for it and was like shitty to the waiters and stuff the whole time. So then when it came time to pay, he was like really showy and shitty about it, like whatever, and then threw the money down in like a pompous way and then it was nothing. It was good for nothing all of a sudden. Yeah, it still doesn't make sense with the Wishmaster line. We're going to figure this out by next episode. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I take that. No, I want to see the shit scene. Because <laughs> I know... I know that when a woman is wrong, that she needs to admit that she's wrong. I watched this, this docu-series that a lot of people watched, and it was pretty popular. I'm pre- I think it was on uh, Lifetime, and it was called Surviving R. Kelly. And it just... I mean, a woman really needs to, you know, for the most part, keep her place. That's what I'm saying. But at the same time, you know, she might not always put up with everything. So uh, if you guys are ready, uh, let's listen to an R. Kelly song. This is the next track. It is called When a Woman's Fed Up. When a woman's fed up with being held captive. And not being fed some food. This song was nominated for a Grammy. I want to go ahead and say that it didn't win, but it was nominated. I own the album that this is on, as well as another R. Kelly song. I am embarrassed to say that even after all of the horrible things that R. Kelly has done, I still like R. Kelly. You mean you like his music? I like his music, yeah. I don't like him as a person. But... 
I mean, listening to this song again after not hearing it for a long time, because I did not listen to this before giving it to you, Sam. So I, I saw the track list, but I hadn't actually listened to it. So then like listening to this again, I was like, yeah, that's my fucking 90s R&B shit that I like. I know that for me. I played the drums to this whole album yesterday. The whole, now that's what I call music. Mm-hmm. And this song was by far the most fun to drum to. Learning this drum beat, it extended my capability of playing a rhythm. It took me three times to get it down correctly. And by the end of it, I was sitting there in the room like, <laughs> you sent me a text that you were you were a what were you shit like a romantic thug or something or I don't remember. can't remember. <laughs> of course you did, R. Kelly. You're fucking rich. I think it's funny. He's always like in this song saying, "You know, I was paid for everything." Yeah, because you're fucking rich, dude. Yeah, your text said I've been listening to that R. Kelly song and I'm a romantic thug now. <laughs> when I sent you that message, I don't think I had even listened to the song yet. I think I just used it as an example. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. It's a thing he was already a piece of shit during this. <clears throat> Wasn't he always probably a piece of shit? Da, 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 da. His ad-libs are always weird, though. What do you mean? Oh, does he ad-lib a lot? Whiny. (laughs) And he wrote a lot of successful songs for other people. And, I mean, everyone is aware of I Believe I Can Fly. Oh, yeah. So he was very... One of the biggest reasons I hate Space Jam. Popular. Really? Oh, I fucking hate Space Jam the movie, and I hate that fucking song. You hate the movie. I think I hate the movie because of that song. But Charles Barkley's in it. How can you hate it? My name's Daryl. <laughs> Black Darrell. Or Darrell. Black Daryl. What is he in that scene? It's, Quick, Darrell. It's Daryl. Wait, like the white Daryl? (laughs) I guarantee everyone listening to this is miserable right now, and they're just like, God, this is awful. Imagine playing the drums, and you'll feel better about it. It's like that anyway. <laughs> so fun. And I was doing rim clicks. I don't know if you know what rim clicks are, but it's like when you don't. Is hit that them. when I like yeah. on your butthole? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't need to explain. <laughs> it's when you just hit like the stick on the rim, you put the butt of the stick on the actual drum, and you click it. Yeah. Like this. Okay. I was doing that the whole time, and then at the end of the song, you hear the snare like really kick in all of a sudden. It's like, now I get to play the snare. Greatest, best cooking you ever had. <laughs> South of Chicago. 
Yeah, that stuff is pretty ridiculous. Let's. So we're going to move to Illinois. Chicago is where R. Kelly is. I think he's. He might still be in jail. I could go visit R. I think that we should just move close enough so we can be in the vicinity of R. Kelly. Just be like. <laughs> and run down the street after R. Kelly all the time. We need to move close enough to Chicago that we can go there if we want, but far away enough that we can rent a house. <laughs> I agree. I would like to be on the outskirts of something. Outskirts Absolutely. of the city somehow. And if it's got a big old fucking barn or whatever, that'd be even better. Wherever we can, uh, you know, have our animals, which the animals are all going to be inside. I'm thinking about where I could play the drums. Because I'll be fed up. Just kidding. I I can handle the drums. I've fallen asleep before while you were playing. Can the neighbors handle the drums? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So if we find a fucking shitty old farmhouse, I can do whatever I want. I don't want to live in a shitty old house, though. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't have to be shitty and old. I spent that whole song listening to you. And looking up Wishmaster money shit scene, and I can't find a thing. I'm gonna. I must be remembering it incorrectly. I'm gonna investigate to see if there was another movie with a money shit scene. Maybe it wasn't actually poop, and it just like turned into whatever it was that they threw back and forth in the movie Hook when they had their food fight. <laughs> whatever that colorful stuff was. What the fuck was that shit? No idea. Was it like colorful whipped cream or something? That's what it looked like. It was like blue and purple and yellow. But that's the thing. If you Bright colors. You can over whipped whipping cream. Whipped cream. And it isn't so like it loses its uh, body. Does it become more It come, becomes flatter and becomes more watery. Ah. The more you fuck with it. If you look at the outside of a Cool Whip container, it tells you to not... Stir it too much. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it's already been whipped. It's been whipped quite enough, so you're happy with the whip. So you're telling me they don't want you to whip it. Whip it good. No. <laughs> All right, let's listen to the next song. We've got to trudge on through this. We're getting close to the end, Sam. Trudge on! Um, and I know that this has been a touchy subject on the podcast so many times. So I really, I hope that this doesn't make you emotional by playing this song because I've talked about your dead dad so many times. Father of mine, Everclear. Father of mine, tell me where have you been? Everclear is one of those bands. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Everclear is one of those bands that I thought was supposed to be like way cooler and like heavier. Yeah, and they are just fucking not. It's really weird because yeah. So listening to them, I don't think that they're like the worst thing out there. No. But I I never like got into them. Um, but I don't really know what to classify them as because to me they're not rock really like they look like they're a rock band art the lead singer looks like a rock guy but they just sound like so poppy they almost seem like they're christian like a christian rock band it's interesting but so i was looking on wikipedia and wikipedia classifies this as alternative rock and power pop 
And I think that that is the best description I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Or ever clear. Because I don't, there's nothing else that I think that would fit them more than power pop. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't think alternative rock is even right for them because they're not alternative enough. No. They're taking pop music writing, like chord progressions and Mm -hmm. and the happiness of it, and putting alternative instruments on it. That's all they're doing. So, like, that pop, power pop, that makes total mm-hmm. sense. Because I put them closer to, like, Smash Mouth yeah. than other, like, alternative bands. Yeah, I thought they'd be more like Foo Fighters. Uh-huh. Yeah. But right. they're more like Smash Mouth. Yeah, way more like Smash Mouth. I mean, Filter is heavier than them, yeah. and that's surprising. I mean, it's. I guess it's not, but even... Everclear, you kind of expect. I, I guess it depends on what you think when you hear that word, but I think of like booze. booze. Yeah. So you just expect something heavier, something that's like stronger, I guess. Yeah. And if you see him, that art guy, like you said, mm-hmm. he looks like. He looks like a punk guy. Yeah. And maybe he used to be when he was younger. Maybe he was, and he went through like a drug problem, and then it was like. I'm cleaning myself up, and I'm going to make shitty music. <laughs> it happens a lot. And I don't... I shouldn't say shitty. Like, I don't have a detest... I don't detest this song like I do a lot of this album. Yeah. But I would never fucking, like, listen to it, you know? It's like... I'm like, yeah, I'll tolerate it. Someone put it on and be like, okay, whatever. I'll tolerate it. Where now, if they put on that fucking Spice Girls song... I'd be actively saying stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing here? That was actually that Spice Girls song. Um, That was considered like per critics, not us, of course, uh, a stronger song in their catalog of songs because it was more like grown up sounding than. They're called Spice Girls. It can never be grown up. Ba- there's a baby in the group. I would much rather listen to, Yo, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to, oh, I want, uh, uh, uh. I saw that movie in theater. Spice World? Yeah. In theater? Yeah. You At Gibson j- Theater. Did you sit up on the balcony so you could jerk off? I did sit up at the balcony, and I didn't jerk off. Did you want to? No. Is that why you watched it, though? Because you want to look at pretty ladies? I think at that point I was watching everything at the Gibson Theater. Mm, that makes sense. I didn't have... Just to go to the movies. I didn't have the money to do that. It had to be a special you thing. You poor piece of shit. I was. You spoiled piece of shit. <laughs> Your dead dad and I the was. money that came from having a dead <laughs> yeah. dad. I paid that price to be spoiled. Well, my mom more than anybody. <laughs> I was poor and my mom beat me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I didn't have any of that. <laughs> oh, it's good memories. I think I'd rather have the dead dad money than the uh, poor and beat by my mother. Plus, if your dad was alive, he would actually like want to be in your life and love you. If my dad was alive, we would have still had money because we had that restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And even if it would have been well off no matter what. Well, that's the thing. Even <laughs> if it would have burnt down, though, as it ended up doing. Insurance. 
that's the, he would have like invested to keep it going. Oh, he, yeah. he wouldn't have just kind of thrown in the towel like your mom no, did. There would have been a rebuild. Yeah, it was too much for my mom. That was an awful time for her. He died, and then the restaurant burnt down not too long after. So it's like, oh boy, one but, thing after another. And then having a son who kind of went, went a little wild, yep. and then having you who was five years old. <laughs> Yeah. Five, six years old. Like, but I was a goddamn angel. You were still a boy, though. You still had, like, boy energy. Oh, yeah. I still, like, destroyed things. So I'm sure that she was just exhausted oh every day and didn't want to get out of bed. Was she like that? Would she, like, not get out of bed some days? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You would have been so fucking young. So young. I was so young. I remember, though, that, like, I think of things that I did where, like, I took knives and just chunked tables. Like that were in my room and just you know and like hacked at them. I would fucking kick the shit out of me now if I did something like that. That's t- my brother did stuff like that was just like destructive for no reason. It's so weird. I think a lot of boys are like that. <laughs> and then I think back on it, I'm like, boy energy. I would have beat my fucking ass, and my mom should have beat my fucking ass at one of those points. Like, it's like she was too exhausted to deal with it, where it like seems she, like... She said that. <laughs> it seems like you were spoiled, but like it's only because she was really worn down by everything that she had just gone through, which was a lot. Yeah. And then my brother... He rebelled, yeah. Putting way more... In, not into, into him, but like... He'll always say, I got away with so much more shit than he ever did. Oh, for sure. Which I think happens with every younger sibling. But I think, like you're saying, it was my mom. And she has said that. By the time you were doing the things, I just didn't have the energy and just whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But she still spent time with you and made sure that you had like a great upbringing. Yeah. And I think she also realized that like half the stuff that she tried with Bob didn't fucking work. Like all the disciplinary stuff, it just made him more angry. That's and all he that fucking shit went is. A little crazier. Being a parent is a trial and error thing. So yeah. what are you gonna do? Just make sure that you are, uh, make sure that your errors aren't humongous. Yeah, just make sure I don't kill a person, including <laughs> yeah. myself. I mean, that's that's a pretty big one. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to go from nothing to burn murder i mean murder. you could have found something anywhere between there Straight murder. it's murder holla holla <laughs> all my people that's ready to get dollar people isn't the word that's used but because i'm wearing the do-rag i thought i would oh yeah michelle's definitely that. been wearing a do-rag this whole time <clears throat> well i i'm not gonna wear it for part of the time i'm whole hard Okay, let's listen to the next song, which this is a song that we've actually had, we've listened to on this podcast again. I'm going to go ahead and start it. Uh, it's yeah, do we have to listen to this whole one? <laughs> yeah, we can just talk over it like we do. Um, but what I got sublime, we had, we've listened to this album on the podcast already with Jimmy. Jimmy Rollin. Jimmy Rollin brought Rollin it. Graphics, um, Check it out. I just, I think it's interesting that it was a huge hit for them. It wasn't still. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking he might be too busy to give a shit, and we may have just... Let us know, Jimmy. We may have just rubbed him the wrong way enough. I'm tired of these fucking guys. (laughs) I mean, people get tired of stuff. He could just not be into it anymore, and that's fine. Whatever. I still support Jimmy Rollin, Rollin Graphics. Everybody check him out on Facebook. I'm holding off until I know he's still supporting me. (laughs) He's killing it. But this song was released after the lead singer Bradley died, so... uh, 
Heron overdose is what he got. <laughs> Apparently there's Chest. some meme about him. I don't know. I don't know either. How are you seeing it if you're not on social media? I didn't see it. When Mr. Kent Goldsmith stopped by work the other day, he told me about it. Hilts? Kent Goldsmith. How oh. did you get Hilts out of Goldsmith? You just said Hilts. No, I didn't. No. That Mr. Kent Goldsmith. I totally but, heard Hilts. But potentially high Kent Hilts? I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm looking it up right now. Maybe my ears had a weird pop or something and went out. Yeah, this song is... I've just heard it so many fucking times. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of this song. Just because I don't love how people put this album in such high regard. And like, yeah, it's not bad at all, but I just don't think it's, like, earth-shattering. And this That's is just one of those songs that, yeah, once you've heard it a billion times, it's been kind of weakened for you. <laughs> the meme says this. I can play the guitar like a motherfucking riot. And then in uh, parentheses, lamest guitar solo ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious and true. Probably not true, but it's pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's not. It's not a good one. I mean, it's iconic. I'll give him that. There's people that'll be like, oh, I got a friend who can play guitar. He's so good. He could do the What I Got solo. And I'm just thinking like, okay, I can play that with my left testicle. What the fuck are you talking about? I can't play that. Yeah, but you're not a guitar player. Somebody can't come up and tell me there's a good guitar player. And then they talk about not a, an amazing guitar thing. It's like, hey, my buddy's really good at playing the guitar. He can play an Elvis song. Okay, so you learned two fucking chords? Get out of here, you schmuck. God, Elvis. I'll tell you this. Nine times out of ten, when some, somebody tells me that they have a friend that can play the guitar well, that friend cannot play the guitar well. But the one time it happened, the guy was fucking amazing. <laughs> um, this is going to sound shitty, but if you tell me that Elvis is your favorite, I'm not going to respect your taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how I feel. And I'm not backing down. On to the next song. No backing down. This is rough. Okay. Um, but this wasn't rough for uh, 12-year-old Michelle. This is Backstreet Boils. Backstreet Boils? <laughs> Backstreet Boils. <laughs> it's the Backstreet Boils. <laughs> Sorry. I, I liked that That's too much. What happens when you're fucking an alley? You got some Backstreet Boils. Sure. I would say That's when you... when you burn yourself in an alley? I was going to say fuck against a water heater. That's not in the street. When you fuck, oh, I wasn't talking. I was thinking about the names. When you fuck against one of those burning barrels that homeless people have. Well, you shouldn't think about fucking anyway because if you're can, if you're including the title, yeah, the word boys is in there, and I'm yeah, not thinking about that's fucking why I'm boys. Thinking about fucking. <laughs> oh my god, I'll never break your heart, baby. baby. <laughs> I know you're hurting. This is the old baby, guy in the group. Who was the old guy in the group? Kevin. He left for a bit and then had no success and then came back. Of course he didn't have success. He had facial hair. He had a very strong jawline. He always looked very serious. I think I know who you're talking about. Backstreet Boys. Dark hair. 
Which I'm like, I guess that's most of them. Okay, which one's Kevin? Hat or no hat? No hat. Okay, that's who I thought. Uh, so I had this album. Kind of looks like Ken Hills. Because <laughs> I liked this. I liked this. Uh, uh, some songs off of this album when I was a teenage girl. Before NSYNC, and then I heard NSYNC. Actually, I saw the. Uh, Disney concert and I was changed forever. I was like Backstreet, Smack Street. <laughs> I'm in sync with these boys. I think it's funny that there's Backstreet Boys and Blackstreet. Uh huh. But one, you have Blackstreet Men and Backstreet Boys. It's true. I wonder if that was a play on that. There's no way any of the Backstreet Boys are winning the Who's the Hottest in the boy bands. Not if we're using that picture. We Okay, we're going to say that you have to use... We're going pictures of when they were popular. 90s. Not now. Are we doing 90s? Because they were mostly popular like around the 2000s. Well, I mean, in their heyday. In their high day. When NSYNC was still a band. That's the time frame we're going in here. You can't do Justin Timberlake now. No. He doesn't have ramen noodle heads. But I'm going to say, Chris Kirkpatrick's going to win. <laughs> yeah, if Cherie is the only person <laughs> voting. She oh, she loved him. What? She loved his braids. <laughs> She's like, I want to tug on your braids. Williams braids. She want to tug on his brains. <laughs> his brains. <laughs> you mean his nutsack? Is that what you're talking about? The brain? Girl, it's time to let go. Just nice. kidding. Yikes. I deserve a try, honey, just once. Let's see, what did I write down about this? This went to number 35 on the Billboard Hot 100, but it made it to number one on the adult contemporary chart. So, I'm sorry, hold on. Classic boy band note. So did moms like this more than their daughters did? Sounds like it. From what you're telling me. If it made it to number one on the adult contemporary chart, if they were playing it on all these warm, soft rock stations. Yeah. I, I do think it's... I said this the other day. He's like, I'll never... Does he say something like, I'll never leave your side, I'm assuming? I'd rather die than live without you? He doesn't say anything about, I'll never leave... I don't know. It seems to me, though, that like... You're going to go on the road for eight months out of the year, and you're definitely going to leave this lady's side for at least eight months, and you're gonna, she's not going to like it. Uh, I, in their heyday, it would have been like All four year? straight years yeah. of just touring and just making money for other people. Touring and pounding puss. <laughs> I would never do that to you. Well, one of the, when they disbanded for a bit, one of the like main lead singer guys went to record Christian music. That oh, wasn't really? very popular for him either. See, you know the Backstreet Oh, of course. The Backstreet Boys realized that they couldn't make as much money doing the things that they which, were driven to do. Which one? Front and center. The guy that reminds me of uh, Adam I'm, Devine. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he and Kevin, the oldest, are cousins or something. Oh, really? There's a connection in there somewhere. I always remember this guy. Nick Carter, the rapist. No, he's a rapist. He's been uh, accused, yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. 
No, this guy. Howie. Howie. That's Howie D. Howie D. He's the one who's like, ah, and he's like, he's the one I always remember. I forgot that that's a Carter. Because he tried to look like a thug. Yeah, he always had like facial hair. He was, first of all, Nick Carter was the Carter until Aaron Carter came through. Did Aaron Carter finally surpass his brother in like infamy? No. He's, so Nick is still the one that people think of most? Yeah, because Backstreet Boys are back together and they tour. Like they're touring now, I think, or something. Are the rest of them helping him rape girls? <laughs> no, he was cleared of that. He only rapes his wife or girlfriend because she just had a rape baby. So What? Is that what happened? I don't know anything about this. I'm kidding. I'm just saying. Well, now I'm looking up Nick Carter rape. He was accused of rape but cleared of it. Look. But it was from a girl from a previous uh, band. From She was in Dream, which was a bad boy record signed girl group. Dream. Let's see. Nick Carter won't be charged in sexual assault case. Yeah, he like forced Cunnilingus on her and raped her. Nick Carter was accused by Melissa Schumann of raping her more than 15 years ago. I was going to say 15 times. Okay, this is interesting to no one. It's interesting to me when I go... What are you... Are you just reading the article? Schumann wrote that Carter performed oral sex on her despite her refusals and forced her to perform it on him. He was stronger and much bigger than me and there was no way I would... Be able to open that door or have anyone help me. But no one helped her open her mouth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, I don't know how you force cunnilingus someone. Don't you just close your goddamn legs? I, I don't know how anybody gets raped. <laughs> well, clearly in that situation, I I he I would sound be like stronger. A <laughs> I mean, I think I sound worse than this with my <laughs> bad jokes. Man, I love them. Bad jokes. Can't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. Bad jokes. Me. Okay, let's get, let's get, let's turn into real thugs instead of being romantic thugs. Let's get real thuggy. Let's listen to thuggy. Let's get, what's he say? Go ahead. I can't remember what he says. He's got like a f- phrase, right? Uh, this is Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z. We've listened to Jay-Z on here before, but not this album. Does he say Jiggy? The song that this says? comes on. That's he Will does Smith. say Stay Real Jiggy. Oh, so him and Will Smith share things. Because he talks about his um, N-word Biggie. And it rhymes with Staying Real Jiggy. So yeah, maybe he was giving big ups to the Will 2K that was coming up. <clears throat> From standing so, on the corner. What? Do you, was he sitting around watching Oliver one day and was like, It's not Oliver, God. it's Annie. That's what you meant to I say. I know. Was he watching Oliver one day and then he was like, My God, we should watch Annie next. And then he was watching Annie. It was like, My God, there's a song in here. I don't know what the decision was to do something like this, but let me rub on your tits. Let's do this song that's backed by a bunch of children. Just pitched up or pitched differently. And I'm talking about rubbing on tits. Rubbing um, on tits. This at the time when this song came out, it was Jay-Z's biggest hit of his career. Baby. You know it's hell when I Yep, not a fan. <laughs> of course you're not. Shut up, Jay-Z. 
bragging all the time. You've already expressed how much you don't like them, but you also just On don't the episode like that we did. Yeah, but you also don't like his braggadocious style, which nope. that happens a lot. Yeah, don't like it. If you're an artist, you're supposed to hate yourself. You're gonna love the Justin Timberlake. Whatever we do. Does he talk about hating himself? No. Absolutely never. He's happy. He's in love. You can be happy and hate yourself. He sings about being in love all the time. That's not too bad. It's when you're like, I got so many watches and I got a car. It's not like that, but it is kind of like, my shit's the best or whatever. Fuck off. (laughs) You fucking ramen noodle head. It's not always like that. Yeah, but it was. But it is at times. Especially when they had that dye job going on. It was like extra blondified. It was a long time ago. That's all I see when I see Justin Timberlake. That was when he was a young boy still. Instead of treating, we get tricked. It's funny because then he had black kids lip sync to this in the video even though white kids were singing it which is kind of the opposite of like an It's Raining Men situation you got these black ladies singing recording the song and you got oh wait no those were black ladies in the video they were just skinny where are they? isn't there a version where it's the big girls? I think that afterwards they recorded a video because it was controversial that they really called two tons of fun? yes I want to see if they ever did anything else. Two tons of fun. You gotta love it when fat mo's embrace their fat mo. Two tons of fun. It's not of. No, it's of fun. Oh. Earth can be just like heaven is a song on their album. Yeesh. Do you want a boogie, hon? Most of the time. Yo, turn the bass down. Why? Don't take the bass away. I think when I tried to drum to this song, the bass line kept me in time, and then it went away, and all of a sudden the song wasn't as full, and I can't hear it anymore. Goddamn Jay Z. <laughs> Rant it out. I just really don't like Jay Z. <laughs> I fine. just don't like braggy people. But it's, like, it's about material things. Like when you were describing like being in love, like, oh, no, I'm fine with that. That's cool. You love draggy people. But it's when you fucking brag about your car and your watch and your fucking clothes. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Go cut yourself and let's get interesting. He is a billionaire, which is crazy. Yeah, which means he should be paying for a lot of people's food that he's not paying for. I agree. You're yelling about it. I'm fucking pissed off. You you want another reason not to like him? He and Beyonce try and talk people into becoming vegan. They're preachy. Fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, I know. How dare they not eat all of the meat? Everything that comes from the animal. I want to suck on that milk that comes from those animal titties. Milk Milk is gross. You need milk in things to make things better. But drinking milk is disgusting. Yeah, like in your mouth. (laughs) Put that udder in your mouth and suck. Just suck it. You know how it's disgusting when I eat spaghetti to you? Mm-hmm. It's disgusting when you drink chocolate milk for me. I know. Yeah. 
I'm just telling everyone else. Oh, because you thought you were telling me like you're trying to tell me something. I like swallow spaghetti without chewing it. <laughs> I'm just like, help. <laughs> and Michelle drinks chocolate milk like this. There's no way that's true. There's absolutely no way that's true. That's impossible. Okay, we're gonna listen. Last and we're gonna listen. We're gonna listen to the last song on this album, and this is this is credited. This is an issue. It's this, a weird one. This is a really weird one. This one's credited as being by Quindon Tarver, who I guess Drew's re- father <laughs> remixed the music. But this is actually by someone named Baz Luhrmann, who was an Australian film director at the time, better known for creating the movie Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, really? So well, they have guns in it. And like I, he didn't sing it, though. So like the vocals, they had a voice actor come in, an Australian voice actor. Oh, so you figured that out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, the, but to me, it sounds like a computer speaking. So like, it's weird that there, there are just different angles with this. We're going to listen to it. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99. I can't believe you don't know this or didn't know this. Sunscreen. Never heard it once until. If I could offer this, this was podcast. a radio hit tip for the future. Sunscreen would be. Yeah, it's an actual it. voice actor. A long-term benefits of sunscreen have been sounds like a voice by actor. scientists. And this was okay, so this the rest of my advice has no basis. The words were written than my own meandering by a Chicago experience. Tribune journalist named Mary Schmitch. She just she spell Schmitch. S C H M I C H. Say Schmick. Schmick. She took a walk around or not around, but in 20 years, you look back at she took a walk of, on around by whatever Lake Michigan and then wrote this. Huh. And then it was someone liked the as you imagine the column so it was just kind of trickled and changed so it's being played over Rosala's everybody's free to feel good but that's what this Quindon Tarver remixed so Quindon Tarver did nothing (laughs) but it said that he sings on the chorus but there's never a chorus in this so what I read there are just different versions of this song I guess I wonder if we have the right version that was on now that's what I call music we do you sure Mm -hmm. are you positive yeah and this is the one that I know this is the one I'm familiar with sometimes you're behind the race is long, and in the end, Tony with yourself. I didn't appreciate this when I was a kid as much as Remember I do now. Because it was this lady was just imagining that she was speaking to people who were between the ages of 18 and 24. Keep your old love letters. The, your old there's a lot of good advice in it. Yeah. There's a lot of really good advice. Stretch. Especially that one. Stretch. <laughs> Most interesting people I know didn't know what it's, I mean, it's pretty uplifting, but it's just kind of like, Some don't worry too much, don't sweat the small stuff, but work hard. Yeah, There's plenty of calcium. It's a good. See things from both perspectives. It's a good message mm-hmm. out of this whole album. Maybe you'll marry. The best message. Oh, I like this part. Maybe on this. Children, maybe you won't. 
My favorite part. Divorce this song. With the bongos? Dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, we won't don't congratulate be alive that long. So, you know, I wasn't going to say we weren't going to be together that long. Are we are not going to be alive so to have a 75th wedding anniversary. Fuck, no, we'd, we'd be almost uh, 100. Really? Don't be afraid of it. Or have a 70 some year, 75? When did we get married? When we were 22. 22? Even if so you 75. So 98. And if you don't follow them, do not. <laughs> yeah. I will not oh, be that no. old. I think I'll make it to about 43. <laughs> then the heart attack I'm will get me. I'm gonna pretend that there's a chorus right here. Get to know. Queen Tava, sing, sing, sing. Be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your be nice to your siblings. Most likely to stick with you. I miss future. my brother. It's officially been about two years now, two full years, come and go. since I've spoken to him. Few, well, since he's spoken to me, I should say. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City. Lay it on me, Quentin. I, I don't care about the, the Northern California music. No. The music's not good. Every time I've heard the song, I basically ignore the music. Because mm-hmm. the music, when I do pay attention, I'm just like, ugh. And in fact, this is the most I've heard the music is this time. Yeah, it's all about the speech. It's all about them words. For the first time in my life, <laughs> it's not about the music, it's about the words. Respect your elders. No! Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. That was me. But you never know when either one might run out. We'll never have Don't wealthy mess spouses. With your hair. Or by the time you're 40, Unless we marry wealthy people. That's the plan. We get a divorce. <laughs> Be careful we marry very old, buy. rich people. But then when they die, with those who we reunite. And then we talk about what it was like to fuck Born really old nostalgia. people. I found out you like old penis. Past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over be like, the other donkey dick. I'll be like, and her vagina smelled like mothballs. Trust me, I'm the sunscreen. Yep, music ruins it. <laughs> that's the album. That's we are the finished album. with now. That's what I call music volume two. It is finished, and my butt hurts. Your butt hurts? What's wrong? Nothing. Isn't it time for something? Next? Yeah, we are to the... Oh, my God. Well, see, we moved things around, so Sam's got to uh, go find something to fiddle around with. But we are definitely to the point of the podcast where it's uh, time to go over some... uh, What you say, Sam, with the crazy hair? Some questions? Questions! We got questions! Questions! <laughs> Answers! <laughs> that hurt my throat. <laughs> sure it did. You don't know how to scream properly. And then I just hit a glass on my tooth. Ouch! You know how we keep that baby gate in that other room so Clarence doesn't go in and eat cat shit? Yeah. It wasn't there, but I stepped over it like it was. Was the dog in there eating cat shit? Nope, she's right there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Eating she's, cat shit. She has just been <laughs> sleeping. From a cat's she's butt. licking her mouth, <laughs> licking her lips. Did you eat cat shit recently? 
You just have to say she and eat, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love I eating. I don't think she's eaten cat shit in a long time. No, she hasn't. Good for her. Same with garbage. She hasn't she into the recycling stuff. bin in a long time. It's because she doesn't like being punched between the eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we did not punch the dogs, everyone <laughs> knows. Just kidding. God. Jeez, guys. Sure. Calm down. Don't I'm you know how to take a joke? I'm not going to take back the... How can a rape victim happen? But I am taken back that we punched a dog. So me, why did I choose this? I really just kind of wanted to come with something that was a little more of like a compilation. I, it was a good idea. It was a good idea. Uh, something that wasn't just one artist. I kind of wanted something that was, yeah, just this. For whatever reason, I don't know why I wanted this. I don't know why it even popped in my head. But I was just like, I should do something like this. And this was the one I actually, I did research to figure out which one I was going to pick. Oh, really? Because the, and it was the two most popular ones, I believe, were four and six. But I liked the songs on this one more than that. And I thought that. six would have been too late for me. Like. Yeah, been as, as I wouldn't have known as much as I knew on this one. So I mean, and that's I chose this one because it did have more. Um, I don't even want to say necessarily alternative, but it did have a little more of like, yeah, not just straight like it was because it was before the teeny bopper stuff hit full on, and I think that the other for a while it was just mostly like teeny bopper stuff, and yeah. then like hip hop, and I think that that would have been less up your lane versus like listening to sublime and Everclear, And even though that's not like stuff you like necessarily, it's, it's easier. It's still a broader range, which makes for interesting podcasting. Yeah. So, I mean, there were a handful of reasons of why I chose this, but I think that's good enough of an answer for now. Um, what do I think you thought when I gave it to you? I think everyone should listen to the end of the last podcast to hear what your reaction was. Cause it was pretty big. You were definitely shocked and thought that it was funny. Yeah. Um, did not see it coming at all. I thought that you would be, I thought that you would maybe think it's funny, but be kind of worried because of when it came out and not being into popular music at that time anymore. I thought you'd be a little bit worried. Uh, what was your judgment prior to listening to it? My judgment was, oh my fucking God, this is going to be rough. But good podcasting material. Like, I think it, it was a good, it breeds interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of my choices, the actual music does not breed good conversation. <laughs> so... It's just more, this is more basic. That's the whole thing with like you liking more, uh, you know, like dirty stuff. And I've always said I like more top 40 type stuff. So I think this breeds conversation. Mm -hmm. This breeded, I don't know. I already said it. Next. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's fine. Um, Do you know how many times that you listen to this? Five. Okay. That's a good number. One counting, playing the drums to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, of course. Um, I honestly don't know exactly, but I think I would say around like seven yeah. times. I think that's, I feel comfortable with that number. Um, All times with headphones on. I did not play this at work out loud. I did not want to have to explain things. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you did 
sing for Mel a little bit. Oh, yeah. I or kicked least... open the paint room door and was like, I'll never make you cry. And he looked at me and laughed and then immediately went back to working. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's used to you by now. Yeah, he's getting sick of it. Okay, so. It happens all the time. I wanted to try something a little different. When we uh, do these least and most favorite songs, I I want to guess what I think Sam's is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start with this of what I think that Sam's least favorite song is. Okay. Um, for me, it's this was pretty easy to come up with, and I think that everything that you've said about it on this podcast episode has strengthened it even more because I wasn't exactly sure of what it was gonna be. But I chose Goodbye by the Spice Girls, and I feel like you expressed throughout the podcast a, a lot of hatred <laughs> for the song. So I am I feel a little more confident in saying that I think that that is your least favorite song. Now, with the way we're doing this, do I tell you if you're right or not? Yeah, then you'll tell me if I'm right or what it actually is. Bingo! <laughs> that song fucking blows. <laughs> but it basically tied with about seven other songs. So. Really? Yeah, it's just I had to choose one. This was you as bad as some other ones. Song. You can put the fucking Backstreet Boys song. Well, yeah, you no, can put the U2 song there. And all of those make sense to me, but but this is women seven? singing, so yeah, it gets because it. you hate women. That's Absolutely. that was my note. Fucking women. Because you hate women. <laughs> Did so. you really write that? Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> because you hate women. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, there's just certain voices that women have that just drive me fucking nuts. So, so what do you think my least favorite song was Your on this? Your least favorite song is probably going to be, my guess is, Because of You? By 98, by 98 Degrees? Degrees? I would say that uh, you may have been looking at my book because that's fucking correct. All right, yeah. It's definitely my least favorite song, which is surprising because it would be stuck in my head a lot. It's really catchy for being absolute crap. Yeah. it's That happens a lot with crap songs. They are built to be stuck in your head, but just because something gets stuck in your head does not mean it's good. Oh, it's awful. So I would wake up with fucking... Hit me, baby, one more time. Stuck in my fucking head, and I can't. That, that song sucks. Yeah, I would wake up with that song in my head, and so we are both one for one here. Mm-hmm. We we've been able to guess which one I we like hate the angle. most. I do too. Um, I think the one that you hard. like the most. Okay. Have you not chosen it yet? I don't want to say it before you've chosen it I and have, influence you at all. I have. It's been between two, and I have to make a choice. Okay. So you've yes. made the choice in your head. So you had said something early on that you thought it would be easy to choose which song was your favorite. Yeah. And I thought about going with that one, but I thought that I, I went with, I jumped outside the box. I was like, I wonder if it's changed. Um, so I went out on a limb. And I decided to change it to Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen. Is my guess that this is your favorite track <laughs> on the album. I don't know if it's true. I don't. I, I shouldn't be playing it because it's not something that you've said is true or not. But uh, yeah, I think it's Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen is what I'm guessing your favorite track is. Well, I'll give you this. It was one of the two. Okay. It was definitely one of the two. And it, and it was going to be that until this time. Okay. You want to take a second to guess? Yeah, I do. I think that your favorite track on this is 
You're saying it's not what you had previously said? What? What you had told me previously no, that you think it was going to be. Okay. So my guess is going to be, I think that your favorite one, since you're making me choose again, shit, man. Um, Based on your reaction, you didn't seem to like anything that we listened to this time. Uh, Cake Never There? You got it. Holy shit. Yeah. I was going to say, think of the song that I was like, hey, you know what? Well, I was. I, that's what popped in my head. I was like, instrumentation? Yeah, I like the horns. I like the production value. I like all the tones. Even though they are electronic drums, they're not as like electro drums. You yeah, know? I totally get that. And that... The hi-hat's a little too much for me, but this song's got groove to it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think riding with my boss to work and listening to Cake a lot, I think it swayed me. and like, oh, this is a more artistic band than I ever gave it credit for. Mm-hmm. So, so there I, you go. I was wrong with that one. But no, but, you, I mean, you guessed the top two. Well, but it wasn't the top two anymore. Oh, but it was until this listen. It was the top two previous. It's just that I was going to choose Everybody Should Wear Sunscreen before. Oh, Until okay. this listen. Because of the music. I'll say it's because I actually listened to the music of Everybody mm-hmm. Needs to Wear Sunscreen. But the message is amazing in that song. I think when It's it, got the best message by far. I think so, too. Um, and I was... I, I kind of played with that because I was like, I really like the message itself, even though, like... But but the reason why it's not being chosen is because the song itself sucked. Yeah. So that's why I can't choose that at all. Everyone should listen to it and should listen to the words. Yeah, like, I think it's a it's a good advice. Like I think I'll listen holds. to it when I'm like down on like trying to chase my dream of like music and stuff. I should just listen to that song and be like, oh okay, I'm giving myself too much fucking flack. Let's, yeah, because it's like don't give yourself reset. too much credit, but yeah. don't be too hard on yourself. Yes. Yeah. So it's just trying to make you find like an even balance in everything yeah. in life, and I think that that's a really good mindset. But that's not my favorite song. Um, I get to guess for you now. Yeah, I think that you should guess. My f- guess for your favorite song is R. Kelly when a woman's fed up. When a woman's fed up. <laughs> So I really wanted to choose that, but I felt like I would. Oh, I, I didn't choose it, but I do really like that song. I just there. There's definitely like a feeling that I feel like I can't choose R. Kelly right. as a favorite. Then is it Millennium by Robbie Williams? <laughs> is that your serious second <laughs> no. guess? I don't know what the real. I don't have a real guess because I next. you gave me a second guess. Right, so so. My, my real second guess. I don't know. The only one I saw you singing to was. Uh, my favorite mistake so that's what i'm gonna go with okay that is a song that i do like um but no actually when i listen to it and i rack my brain on this i over and over and over again like which song is actually my favorite and it was the one that you initially said that you thought might end up being your favorite but it wasn't one Ah. that you racked between so i think when it really comes down to it you get what you give by new radicals is a solid one hit wonder i think this song's gonna be around forever yeah uh, I read that there are m- other musicians who were like, at the time, wish that they had written this song. I think it has staying power still. It's a song that if I were to hear it on the radio, because mostly I'm not going to find anything on the radio that's worth listening to. But if I'm flipping through and this is playing, I would stop and listen to this. So I like the song and I think it also has a good meaning. I'll tell you this. This song got me emotional in the paint booth because if you listen to the words, it's like, 
it's got another good message about like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know and i was like oh, yeah never get yeah don't let go yeah this guy's right this guy's fucking right and that's <laughs> the thing like it does it has more staying power than i think anyone ever thought that it would have when it came out um i, I like you get what you give especially beck courtney love and marilyn manson but let's not talk about Hanson because I don't want to go there. Fucking Hanson. <laughs> Fucking Sam. <laughs> All right. So how old was I when I first started listening to this? I mean, in 1998 when these songs were on the radio. Yeah, because you didn't listen to the album, right? No, I never listened to this album. Uh, I technically have still never listened to it. I just made a playlist of the songs. Yeah, you're right. So, um, it's probably heavily edited. Because it was geared towards like kids and stuff, right? I don't know if it started like that. I think uh, it. I think it was more like. I mean, like teenagers. I think it because it it went to more like kids bop. But I still think. Yeah, I think it's always been more targeted towards teenagers. Kids bop. Teens, and then they make a kitty version, a k- clean kitty version. <laughs> even yeah. though the now that's what I call music compilations were clean. Those were never explicit. I don't think. I think those I don't were, think they were. No. Yeah. Um, how did I originally feel about this? Uh, I all liked, I mean, shit, these are songs that I listened to. This is like a chunk of time where I was like figuring out who I was. I was an early teenager or becoming a teenager and like music meant everything to me. Music was my way of getting through things. And I just had the radio on all the time. I would sleep to the radio. So I'll say that this shit meant a lot to me. We'll just say that. It was very Why not? nostalgic, even for me. Yeah. Um, would I recommend it today? <laughs> There's a lot of bad stuff on here. Yeah. But I don't know if I... But there's a lot that's not bad on here. I think that if you want to look back at and fucking reminisce on music when you were younger, I would recommend this to like you. A time capsule. Yes, but to just anybody like, hey, what should I listen to? I would never say now that's what I call music <laughs> volume two. So we'll just leave it at that. Um, would you ever choose to listen to this again, Sam? No. Of course not. I will listen to... I wouldn't choose to listen to this in its entirety. I will listen ever to either. everybody should wear sunscreen or whatever it's called. What about when a woman's fed up? Oh, yeah. When I want to play the drums? Yeah, I will listen to that song. <laughs> no, yeah. you won't. No, I really will. That was so fucking fun to play the drums to. I'm telling you. As a guy, it's because I fell into this hole of... So when I'm playing like a real fucking like rhythm, like a real when groove rhythm... funky grooves. I just I'm like, oh, it's so refreshing. Like a lot of these songs were fun to drum to mm-hmm. just because it was so different. But that song, I'm going to play that again. And the music is a big part of the reason why I like, like I like the melody. I like the way that the song or the rhythm, whatever you would say, like I like the arrangement yeah. of the song. I like that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> but again, I, I think that R Kelly is when it comes to writing music, there's a reason why people hired that motherfucker. There's yeah. a reason how he had money that he spent and then had no money. Just because you're a monster doesn't mean you aren't talented. Yeah. <laughs> it just sucks. Michael Jackson. When you're a monster. Um, that's Allegedly. it. That's it. This is the longest podcast we've had yet. I'm not surprised. We it are feels two long. Two hours and about 40 minutes. Yeah, it feels long. I'm so <laughs> sorry. So, Sam, what's next? 
This was so fucking hard. Like my and dick. I'm still not officially. I still don't have a. Uh, uh, oh boy. I still haven't officially chosen. You need some so time to, to think about it. So I just have to say something of the three I chose. Okay, I'm down with this. If I had a dollar. Because it's going fucking metal. And I don't know if I should go extreme fucking metal or sort of extreme metal. Do whatever feels right to you, Sam. <laughs> All right. We're going with dying fetus. Destroy the opposition. I was I was wondering if it was like going to be like cannibal corpse or like. No, that wasn't one of them. But that's a good idea for the future. <laughs> dying fetus. Wait. Destroy the opposition. Destroy the opposition. Yes. I like the, the title. Last album with Jason Netherton on bass. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I know you don't, but you will. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Yeah. To the thank podcast. you for listening. I'm so sorry this that this long one. episode was so goddamn long. Just listen to it in pieces if you have to. <laughs> Do whatever you need to. I mean, a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're working and yeah. stuff. So at least for off. me, I do. I listen to three-hour podcasts about each Halloween movie. So I listen to podcasts all the time. So just you know, listen to other songs or other episodes that we've done. You know. Thanks for listening. Check us out on social media. We're awful at it, but we're there. Look out for an upcoming YouTube videos. Yeah, we are. Uh, we have some stuff. I've done some photography things. I have some equipment and some stuff, and we're going to put that shit to use, and we're going to make some videos for you guys. So Absolutely. Keep your eyes open. Keep them open. <laughs> I just realized what you were playing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.